0: Political bullshit.
1: I will build a great, great wall
2: on our southern border and I will have Mexico pay for that wall. I'm worried about the fact that our workers are seeing a decline in their standard of living.
3: We will make America great again. Healthcare is a human right, not a privilege.
4: This is the Last Resort Podcast. Your last resort for real political commentary. Welcome to part two of the second episode of the Last Resort Podcast. This is Stephen Slama, and in this episode, we'll be discussing our main topic for this week, gun control. Should the public be allowed to walk around with AR-15s? Does the NRA have an unfair stranglehold on Washington? Do Americans hate America? Joining me for the discussion today are Jonathan Wilcox, Lily Nelson, Eric Nelson, and later Dylan Curtis. If you haven't already, be sure to check out part one, where we cover the current political climate and clear the air of fake news. Now let's get started.
2: All right. Take it away, John. All right. So just because it's such an up in the air thing, I went and got the federal definitions. Of two things. One the first being assault weapon, which is what Bernie quoted in his speech uh at the rally. And that is a semi auto rifle, handgun, or shotgun that takes a detachable magazine. That is what the federal government classifies.
4: Okay, like. I have a definition from the US Department of Justice. Let's hear yours. In general, assault weapons are semi automatic firearms with a large magazine of ammunition that were designed to configured for rapid fire and combat use.
2: Okay. So for assault rifle they have a gun with a selectable fire mode such as semi, burst or automatic. That's what they deem a assault rifle. Okay. So there's there's two different things.
4: Uh well I would I would assume that well most of the time they're talking about assault weapons. Like banning assault weapons. They don't specifically say banning assault rifles.
2: But... Those two definitions clear things up when we argue later.
4: Okay, but I think, all right, I think that. Well, so, let's let's agree on it. Assault weapon. The, yep. Here's the way I see it. Okay, it's a weapon. It can be a handgun or it can be a rifle. All right, but it's semi-automatic. Okay, has a large capacity clip. All right, and uh, what was my
3: other thing?
2: Um,
3: you said military used for use?
2: military use.
4: Well, yeah, used for designed for okay. combat use.
2: See, but that's already a very questionable definition. But
4: I think not the design for combat use isn't a very yeah it's not specific that's like that can be vague mm-hmm. but I think it'd be a semi-automatic um with a large capacity
2: clip. Or does that so just to ask the question does that mean the the clip that or the magazine that it comes with is high capacity or aftermarket products?
4: uh that can be aftermarket products. Okay. So I think that um what's the word uh, like like bump stock what is that called
2: it's an aftermarket accessory it's a, accessory. a, bu- a bump okay stock. Yeah.
4: yeah i think that okay it can be yeah like so at sold as is or okay. aftermarket and so what um, accessories and additions
2: what are we labeling as high capacity in terms 30, of magazine 30 30 or more is that the basis we're going with
4: yes okay all right Although I think I've heard some, I think that's what when they talk about in a in a political aspect, I think they're yep. usually talking about thirty. That's fine. I just figured but I've heard ten.
2: Let's, but I'm not talking about ten. Okay, I'm talking about. I figure 30. if we all have the baseline to start, I think thirty then makes sense. Be, yeah, I it'll, think this... it'll help this conversation go forward.
3: Yeah, makes sense to me.
2: Yeah, the, okay. I only take issue with one thing of, or technically two things of that, but
4: what? Well, I mean, deal. let's clear it up. What, do, so what are your issues here?
2: In ter- so that's saying assault weapons. Yeah. Right. So. When you hear the term assault weapon, what do you think of?
4: Like specifically what? Like yeah, a gun? Well,
2: like a gu- what, what type of gun do you think of?
4: Well, most people think of like one of those combat, like AR-15 yep. Yep. rifles, but yep. that can, it can also be a handgun.
2: Yeah, or a shotgun. Or a shotgun, Yep. Yeah. If and it's so, self-reloading
4: assault- high capacity.
2: Based off what you just said, you'd use the term combat style AR-15. What war was the AR-15 used in? I don't know. Not a single one. AR-15 has never been used in any war ever and ever, ever.
3: But wasn't it designed to?
2: No. It was never designed to. There is a gun that has a different design called the M-16, which was a burst rifle and or automatic in Vietnam and then later changed to burst. Yes. And a civilian cannot buy an M-16. They however can buy an AR-15. That
4: And that's why I said that I don't really care. I don't want to get too strong on the designed for strictly for combat use thing because I think that's irrelevant. Okay, it's more about the specifications of the gun.
2: Then you know what? I'm okay with that. Okay, because a lot of people do use the argument: it's a military weapon, and it it's not. It's never been used by the military. wasn't designed for the military. So you're saying AR-15
0: uh, is a military weapon? as a if you bad took, argument. If you took yeah. an
2: yeah, if you took an AR-15 to Afghanistan, you would be killed in seconds it would it would be the most ineffective. It, it would it would not go over well. So yeah. tell the me caliber, about
4: the AR15, what's wrong with it?
2: Well, the caliber of bullet is too small. Usually it's a 223. Occasionally you can get it chambered in 556, five, but that's not as common because it's it's unethical to shoot. So most of it's 223, which is not a uh, a very power-packing round. It's it's not really going to do too much. Most weapons in the military um, are like a 556 five, or bigger. So it's got stopping power. It can travel farther. The velocity's better. And then in terms of, um, so the, the reason people compare it is because the M16 and the AR-15 have similar looks. designs in terms of looks. Yeah. But like if you saw the profile of the yes, two, you'd yes. hardly know the difference. You, if you know guns, you know the difference. But they mm-hmm. look if,
3: scary to people who don't. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. But if you just saw it on... A table, you'd be like, oh my, like you know what I mean, like you you wouldn't know, but that also, and then most people, the common thing is, AR stands for assault rifle. It does not. It stands for armalite, which is a type of plastic and metals used to compose of it of the the design. So that's another misnomer that people use all the time. Hmm. Okay.
0: Well, we're we're clear well, on this, right?
2: Yeah. So if we if we exclude the military thing, we can.
0: Yeah. Well, all right. So we both agree. On well, I learned some because I thought AR stands for an assault rifle. Yeah.
2: Makes okay, sense. so oh, here's I can th- see where yeah, people get confused. Eric something, and I've never felt more proud in well, my life. I think you'll find out I don't know much <laughs> about guns. Okay,
4: wait, and I didn't know much about guns until starting Monday, so it's only been a week, less than a week. All right, and so I just wanted to be prepared as possible for John, who worships guns. From what I, I worship hear, them, but uh, research, um, Okay, but here's the first topic: Is it safer to arm the public with no restrictions? Or to have restrictions on guns to have
2: restrictions on guns really yep
4: so i don't oh, know no, that here's here's number two okay we got to talk about the specific restrictions yeah so you're for what kind of restrictions are you for
2: i am for background checks 100 percent. i think they should happen more often too you should set up a program because right now i once you when you buy a gun you have to obviously go through a background check mm-hmm. and um that can take 20 minutes. It can take hours because the actual gun owner themselves has to go to a federal website and type you in, and it gives you your rap sheet, your list of anything, and, and everything you've been convicted of. So I think I think they only ever do it, to my knowledge, when you are buying the gun, so it depends on how many times you buy a gun. But if you only buy one gun your entire life, you still there should be multiple background checks done on you as time goes on. Mm-hmm. i think that they should do um mental health checks on you as well if you own a gun um probably i'd say if if i was being conservative i would say six months to a year if i was being realistic i'd say every three months every three months you got to get a mental background check you have to okay so like I- therapy or yeah like you 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 need to be checked up by a doctor that specializes in mental health and be cleared by them to be ordered to have that firearm
4: Okay, so you, I thought that you had more of like a, like NRA belief, like
2: people who are like, if you try and restrict anything, I I mean, from what I hear from Lily, I think there are some things that shouldn't have restrictions. Yes. Okay, so
4: let's go through the list that I have. But Um, to
3: be fair, you did say in, if, if you got to choose, there would be nothing.
2: In terms of restricting the guns themselves. Okay, yes. so let's get to each topic one at a time. Um, okay. All right,
4: so how about limiting the quantity of guns that you can buy? The and guns that themselves? That would be the quantity that you can buy at one time, and then maybe there'd be a separate one, a quantity of what you can buy total.
3: Or own in general. I
2: don't think that should be restricted at all whatsoever. Okay. What?
4: I think it, all right, well, there's a huge problem. There was a organization, I don't know what they are, maybe they're. it's AFT, Okay, I I know know them. Okay, they did a study where they would follow guns that were sold in gun store, gun dealers, and pawn shops, Mm -hmm. and people would come in and they would buy ten to fifteen guns, and then the next week they would come in and they would buy ten to fifteen guns, and they just keep buying like ten to fifteen, and they would trace those guns and they would continuously end up in criminal activity and gang activity. So these people were buying guns and then selling them to gangs where they couldn't get them in states where they couldn't get them or just because those gang members couldn't buy the guns themselves. And so they're like, well, we should have a restriction so that you can't just come in and just buy 10 guns every week and then just start distributing it around the black
2: market. There should be restrictions on quantity. So in terms, I didn't mean to cut you off. Sorry, go ahead, Lil.
3: It just seems completely unnecessary to own many guns. 10 to 15 guns once a week. Like, but what is that is person needing?
4: About black market distribution. Yeah,
2: though? this this isn't the common gun. Per, the common gun owner is not buying 10 to 15 guns in a week. Or I would even say 10 to 15 yeah, guns a year. Yeah, but then
3: why not have a restriction on how many guns you can own?
2: Can I get to that?
4: Um, yeah, well, that'll be number two. Like, how many guns you can own. Like, if you can buy, like... You might buy, like, five guns every few months or something because it's your hobby. Mm-hmm. But I'm talking about, like, buying 10 every week. And it's obvious like it looks like it's obvious black market distribution
2: if it's it's, that comes down to a lot of things i would say if it's obvious and you can trace the weapons back the people buying the guns should clearly be put on a blacklist of not being able to buy guns because part of the laws regulating gun distribution is that you if you sell um guns to people who are convicted felons the guns come back uh like if, if the person was a convicted felon and you didn't do a background check And you sold them that gun, and it gets committed and like they commit a crime with that gun, uh, you face ten years in prison. Um, Here's another issue.
4: Obviously, NRA is a giant political lobbying organization, and they made it illegal to continue doing these gun tracing studies because they think that anything that's restricting anybody's gun ownership is a violation of the Second Amendment. So even if we wanted to continue to trace it and then and then uh, punish the people who are violating it or selling the guns on the black market we can't do that anymore because the nra made that illegal
2: when did they make that illegal 2004 because i I know in 2017 just based off background checks there was a hundred and nineteen thousand denials and of those i think believe there's 112 prosecutions done on the people who got denied based off of their criminal records so Um, it's not technically it's not following the gun themselves it was the person who bought it but I I don't yeah. agree. I yeah, don't they agree can't with follow that. the guns. I don't so agree with there, that.
4: So there wouldn't be a way. So the only way to fix this would be to put a ban on you can't buy, you know, this many guns at a time. You can't be buying 10 guns every week. Do some sort of limit on that. That would affect everybody, not just the people that are violating it. And yeah, that is is a restriction it's, on it's people's gun rights. Tricky and that's
2: where because the problem is. realistically no good gun owner is doing that you see what i'm saying so so then
4: why not enforce the limit because if no good owner is doing that then it's not going to affect good gun owner
2: owners because is it it, it's it's a good question actually you know I'm, i'm all open for interpretation and, and, and learn and, and, and like the other talking. Thing is, this is one study that they did, so they can't realistically trace
4: every single gun sale and then find out if they're ending up in the hands of gang members. So, the only realistic way to actually solve a problem like that, guns getting in the black market, would be not allow people to be buying that many guns. You can't buy, go in and buy 50 guns, so, so, you can't so buy it, guns regularly. Are we
2: pertaining this to the week setting, or are we pertaining this to a year? Cause that's I think that's the biggest key. If you were yeah. to do, if you were to say, gun stores can no longer sell the same person ten guns in a week. I don't think anyone's gonna have any. I any think, legal gun owner will have any I problem think, with that.
4: I don't. I didn't read like any solution to it, but I think there should be a limit to how many you can buy a year, like ten guns a year or something.
1: Or that's how many guns where... you
3: have in your name, you know. Why, wouldn't, why would somebody have a problem with that? Like,
2: because people you use... You can't have or, a thousand guns well, in your name. People people have used various amounts of guns for various different reasons. So I think if you, if you were to do it per year, that's such a hard number to pick. I, I because it, coming from a gun family, we buy a lot of guns a year. We buy them for gifts for other family members. We buy them for ourselves for sports shooting. We buy them for ourselves for hunting. Okay.
3: But once they get registered in your name, I, how about that one person can only have... Okay. Under 1,000 guns. Does that make you happy? I was
4: going to say, I yeah, I think my solution was bad, like 10 a year. But the solution would be registering it in your name, which I don't think you currently have to register guns in your name. Yes, you do. All the, only guns, times,
2: yeah. the only time you don't have to register a gun in the gun owner's name is if it's a gift for a child. So say my first gun was bought to me for hunting purposes. It was it was bought by my stepdad. So the guns in his name but it is my gun
4: okay so then they wouldn't have to be doing these studies to trace guns because if they find a gun then they can find that this gun was registered to somebody else or how are they registered
2: through at, at so you have to do the registration I mean do they have a the VIN number shop. yeah all, all no all guns have a vin number okay. they have a so serial if, number
4: yeah so if a gun is used in criminal activity then they'll know who owned who yes. bought the gun yes unless okay. the
2: guns a 3d printed gun or if the person who so that's very tricky because if someone breaks into my house and takes my handgun,
3: then you report and then, stolen. it stolen.
2: Yeah, you, yes, you report it stolen, obviously. But if it come up, if it were to ever get committed in a crime, the cops would show up on my door and go, Hey, this gun's registered to you. Yeah.
4: But if somebody steals your car, you let the police know. Yeah, and no, then no. The, yes. It's not going to fall back
2: on you. Obviously, you report it to the police. But if, say, you, say, you didn't. And the the gun were to show up in a crime, they would, they would show up on your door with a lot of questions and obviously you're going to report it stolen. But if it
4: happens once, then it's like, okay, maybe, but if it's like happening, like, okay, there's like 45 of your guns that showed up. All right. What's going on, buddy?
2: And then like you face a heavy penalty if you don't register your guns.
4: Okay. So I, I didn't know because I was watching, uh, some conversation about gun control and they were talking about how it's unrealistic to expect everybody to register their guns because of private sales and things like that. And if you sell it to a family member,
2: private sales are harder, but you, there is a, it's kind of like when you sell a car, there is a, a exactly. like, there is like a title transfer, Should literally be like a transfer. S- yeah. And you're supposed a to. Yeah. hundred percent. And well, I okay. would say a lot of legal good gun owners do that.
4: So that's a federal law.
2: I, I It might be state law.
4: I, I think it might be state because. It sounds like that wasn't...
2: But I can only talk about the state that I bought guns in, which is Illinois. Because you, you Illinois has the strictest gun laws yeah. in all of the states. So oh, really? This is yeah, why we need have a have fact a, checker. You have to have a <laughs> FOID card, a firearm identification card, and without that, you can't even handle guns. You can only look at them. You have to take a class to get that. You have to take your hunter safety course, gun safety course. If you want to do the class for concealed carry, you got to have all that. Uh, Illinois is the only state that has a FOID license. You have to have a FOID card in order to purchase a gun. Good. Uh, it's two week waiting period on the gun. So after you buy the gun, you have, you have to wait two weeks before you can even get the gun. And yeah, Illinois has some of the strictest gun laws there are. So I'm a lot of my arguments when I talk will be based off those. Cause they're the ones I know best. Cause those are the ones that pertain to me. Okay. So
4: I think, I think that should be a federal law. You definitely have to yeah, register your he, firearms. I agree. Okay. Um, permit. You have to get a permit, a background check, criminal background check. I think regular background checks would be good. Mm-hmm. Um, you should Painting. have to take, training classes just like getting a driver's license you can't and just so, get a driver's license you gotta train for it
2: and depending on what you're doing with said gun you already have to so for hunting you have to take a hunter safety course which is a three-day course you have to do it
4: what about for gang activity
2: <laughs> well <laughs> is there I don't a course really there's a gang 101 um like shooting out of a driving car yeah pretty sure it's okay. illegal but like for concealed carry and you you have to take a class like these classes are in concealed carry classes but are a, very hard so in-
4: Are these statewide, you're still talking about Illinois, right?
2: Yeah, I believe, so it depends on what the type of carry you have in the state, because there's open carry and concealed carry. I do believe every state has some form of of class you have to take to get your concealed carry. You have to pay the fee for it and take the class. Open carry is a different subject. Open carry is, you can carry the weapon open on you, and some states do not require you to have to take a class for that, because it's open carry. People can clearly see the gun. Um, some states limit that to where you can't have a magazine in the gun while you open carry. Um, I don't think there's any states that allow you to open carry with a loaded weapon, but I could be wrong on that. Not 100% sure. But most of the states I know with open carry, you can't have a magazine. So
4: what happens if it's illegal to have a loaded weapon? So... Then wouldn't you technically be breaking the law if you actually had to use it in self defense?
2: In terms of having to load the weapon to use it? So for concealed carry you can carry with one you can carry it loaded. But if you if you if it's open
4: or whatever. So open and you, carry like whatever law doesn't allow you to have yep. a loaded weapon. Then So they're what gonna if you do... ha- I mean it's kind of like uh, off topic, because I'm sure that they would it be an exception. But well, like, they're going to do say an, you actually had to use it. Yeah. And then they're like, "Oh, that was great. You used your gun for self-defense." But technically, we got to give you a ticket because there, you're not supposed to have a loaded weapon.
2: There's a law that keeps you safe it's called justifiable self-defense, and they're, what they're going to do is a very intense uh, investigation. They're going to take eyewitnesses, your documents, any anything they can get their hands on, and find out whether or not you were justified in self that t- form of self-defense. Um, and most of the time, in order for it to be justifiable, it has to be life or death. Um, because at least back home in Illinois, just brandishing a weapon. So, say someone uh, tries to mug you and you brandish a weapon, that costs you $30,000 brandishing a weapon. Hmm. Now, those fees usually get taken out because you explain the situation. Hey, this guy was robbing me, mugging me. I brandished my weapon. He left. The judge is going to go, you know, clearly. What what else? You, you didn't shoot the yeah. guy, so that's that's a plus, you know. Because I don't think, God forbid, you ever have to shoot someone. That's a that's another thing all in itself. That's very traumatic. But just stopping the crime itself, brandishing weapons, weapon is thirty thousand hmm. dollars. So they do a very intense investigation. Um, they usually call in um, more than just your local police to do the investigation, and they determine whether it was justifiable or not. Okay. Um,
4: Eric, what do you think? Because what do you think
0: about guns in general? Like, do you think that we should have? It's tough because there's already 300 million guns in this country. Yeah. So there's there's, there's a conversation of how I wish it would be or wish it was, but there's a reality of what it is. Uh-huh. And it feels hopeless from what it is. I don't know what to do. If they If they just said all oh, guns are illegal, that wouldn't work. Nope. But if they would have started off never allowing uh, assault weapons, that's not the right word, right?
2: Uh, I don't think that terminology is correct, but but it, then we wouldn't have whatever weapons like. problem.
0: Yeah. So like, I I'm a pacifist. I don't own a gun, and I would never shoot somebody. The only reason someone should have a gun, in my humble opinion, is for hunting. A rifle, shotgun for birds. And that's it. You know, if you have a reason to have a gun, if you're going to protect your uh, livestock from predators, you need a rifle. So you go in and say, I need a rifle for this reason.
2: I don't see why you'd need more than two or three of them. Have you seen um, Texas, Florida, uh, Louisiana, the wild pigs? Yeah, I mean, so then that would be a thing. You'd
0: say, uh, we've got a pig problem. I need some guns. You can only shoot one gun at a time.
2: So why do you need 10 of them? So you can, well, the, the, most, so because of the invasive nature of the pigs right now in those lower states, they actually have outfitters where it will come to people's farms and, and hunt the pigs. Mm-hmm. And what a lot of people do is if Steve's an outfitter. Um, and I want to go and say, I'm I'm my own person. So kind of like how here up North, you put in a lottery to hunt moose. Not very many people can get to do it. Outfitters are people who have access to the land and usually they own the guns as well. I pay you X amount of dollars and I get to go hunt on this hunt Mm -hmm. and I get to keep the meat. Mm -hmm. And so what they do is they'll have, say, Steve's an outfitter and he's got three, three people who help them run the business. So there's Steve and four people. So there's four guns you're going to need. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, one say, for each person. One for each person. Yeah. And say, I take three of my buddies. There's seven guns in total. So they're going to disperse. They're going to take you to different sections of the land and you're going to hunt pigs. And I don't know if you've seen the videos. I've watched a video where it took 12 bullets to take down a full bore. So you have another gun on ready. No, they have, they have guns that have, magazines that are at least 30 bullets or more i got to, because they're such an invasive nature they're, they're they are taking out as many as they can because of how detrimental um, they are to okay, the ag
4: so i think if uh so i think there should be like severe restrictions on assault weapons where you can't just own it and then just have it in your house and do whatever you want maybe put a restriction on it where if you're going to use it for i think other states have this like if you're going to use it for hunting or something then you go to a hunting lodge and you essentially would have to like sign it out or something. Mm-hmm. And then you gain access to the weapon that's yours. Then you can use it, but you got to bring it back. You can't just have it and you, and then nobody knows what's up with it.
2: So what about sports shooting? Sports Com- shooting? It's competition, sports shooting.
4: Leave it. You'd sign it. Same thing as hunting. If you use it, you it would have to be like at a hunting lodge. Like, or Hey, let's so what go about
3: sports shooting. And then you both go to like the range and, yeah, and sign you, out and your you guns. You check
0: your gun out of the locker or whatever, yep. and, yeah. then you you go, and, and then you clean it up. And then you go have it.
3: fun for the day, and then you, and then you put it back. Put it and back. Go but then, home. You have,
4: then you have problems with like you're traveling your... with it or something. If you have a gun and you're going to go hunt in Alaska, you have and... to fly
2: it there, you can't travel. Because Canada won't let guns through the border. Yeah,
4: but then, yeah, then that'd so, be a problem because yeah, so you'd, you'd have, have to, like, it. sign it out of the hunting lodge and then be like, all right, I'm going to go fly to
2: Alaska for three weeks. And, like, for the people who collect guns and shoot them at their own house.
3: Right. I was why gonna bring why that are up they too. not
2: allowed to have those guns at their house to shoot for fun?
3: Well, if you're going to shoot for fun anyway, why don't you just go to the range?
2: Because, well, most people who own the mounted of guns like that, I have seven acres at my house. That's basically a gun range. Mm-hmm. We, have, we have targets set up. We, have, if, we make our own metal targets and we shoot them. We yeah, have, if right, it's if you want
4: to shoot for fun, then you're just going to have to shoot a non-assault weapon for but fun. If you want to shoot for fun, then you go to a shooting range.
2: For See, your but assault that's where weapon. your term for assault weapon is very broad. Semi-automatic,
4: high-capacity clip but weapon.
2: That, I, I have a single automatic high-capacity pistol.
4: Single automatic, so that's a non so it, it's not self reloading.
2: No, it's it's self, It's gas chambered self reloading,
4: so that's semi automatic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If Just you're like, gonna so so I th- can't have no.
2: that. So, what about a shotgun? Semi automatic shotgun, it expels the shell, reloads another bullet. How many bullets? Uh, in a shotgun with an extended tube, you have about eight to 12 shells,
4: so it's not as not a high capacity
2: fun. clip. Have you seen what 12? Shotgun shells can do in a short amount of time, yeah.
3: I don't think that's helping your case,
2: right? But what I'm saying is, you're labeling one as an assault weapon when other guns that people are generally okay with are the exact same, yeah. But, uh,
4: like when it comes to using an assault and the thing like using the mass shooting argument as much of an argument. I mean, yeah, mass shootings get all of the media and they're unfortunate, but like compared to the number of deaths, yeah. they're a very small percentage of them Do you know and what takes up the, the do you time. know what's the highest
2: percentage of death? Suicides. Exactly. Yeah. Just excuse we'll we'll the numbers. get to that.
0: Okay. Um but a person is three times more likely to succeed in
2: suicide if they have access to a gun. Which is also why I said there should they be more mental health checks. Are mm-hmm.
4: much more likely to succeed if you attempt to commit suicide without a gun there's a 4% chance yeah, of are successful. Yeah. No, if you I attempt it's more with a gun you're
2: 90%. Which is and why I'm okay with more health checks. I'm I'm yeah. completely okay with that.
4: And well I mean everybody uses the argument like well they're all suicides so that doesn't really count. Right. Well it does because suicides aren't typically a prolonged premeditated
1: thing. Yeah. It's something right. that's it's
4: very yeah they're quick. depressed but it's yeah. not depression causes it. It's spontaneous mm-hmm. and they make a decision that day and we know that because people who fail at committing suicide say like, it was just something I just yeah. decided today's regret, the day they and they it. regret it. Most of them don't go on to commit suicide. Yeah. They don't die from suicide. And if you have a gun in the house, you're not going to have that second chance.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: And you're 11 times more likely, I think, to commit suicide. But if, if you don't have that option, then. Yeah. So I mean, you can't just dismiss those deaths. No, I'm not. Like, I'm
2: not dismissing them deaths themselves. I think. It, I think, in terms of when people talk about gun control, they benefit because Don't get me wrong. The death of the person is sad, but I do genuinely believe it skews the number of gun violence in America. Because 60% of those deaths are suicide. Well, I, I wish we had, like, I'm okay with more mental health checks. Even if you did it every month, if you required me to take a mental health check every month in order for me to keep my guns, I would be okay with that. And I think a lot of people would be because um. it's, it, it is such a sad thing. But I think the implementation of restricting the gun itself is where we differ not so much on the background check aspect, the mental health check aspect and that it's the, the the banning of the gun itself. I think Uh, you should only have a gun if you have a
0: reason for it. And a good reason is to protect your livestock from predators. It doesn't apply to me. I don't have any animals to protect. Um,
3: what about what if your protecting is- yourself in, like, high-crime cities? Like, if you lived in Chicago and you lived in, like, a really bad part of Chicago, what if people wanted a gun to protect themselves from crime there?
2: Because the CDC did a report, I believe, in 2018 that said just brandishing the gun stopped 500,000 to 3 million violent crimes. But do
3: you know the nationwide. percentage of all the crimes that that
2: amounted but if everyone,
3: to?
0: If everyone in the cities didn't have a gun, it wouldn't be an issue.
2: Well, I mean, if you look at the cities that have some of the strictest gun laws, a.k.a. Chicago, how many um, gun deaths do they have a year that are related to gang violence okay, where but, they're illegal? All
4: right. There's seven states that have an assault weapon ban. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them is a total outlier. That's Maryland because they're the absolute worst state when it comes to death rate per 100,000. Okay. So if you look at the uh, death rate um, of gun deaths per 100,000 population – In 2016, the national average is Mm -hmm. 11.8. The seven states that have an assault weapon ban, California, Connecticut, Hawaii, Maryland, Massachusetts, New Jersey, New York. Um, Maryland, like I said, that's the absolute worst. But the other ones, California, ninth. And that's one is the best. Okay. Ninth. Connecticut, fifth. Hawaii, fourth. Massachusetts, first. New Jersey, seventh. New York, third. So they're all in the top ten. As lowest gun deaths. Yep. If you average them up, then they're five point okay. oh five. So that's less than half the amount of gun deaths, and those are all assault weapon ban statewide states. So is that a coincidence?
2: I mean, I think in terms of the statistics, statistics itself, it helps the argument. But then I can also point out Florida, Michigan, and Texas having gun bans that have since been lifted and their violent crime rate significantly drop.
4: But uh well there I guess there's statistics that go like both ways though. Like yeah. Which well, is what, why kind, what kind of laws thing. did they drop
1: though? Um
2: I have it on my phone real fast.
4: I don't like guns. And went because Florida, if they just dropped a gun restriction law and their um, statistics got better, they also just started enforcing the extreme risk law.
2: So the one for, I got one for Chicago. It's the handgun ban. And then it's the graph of when it started and when it was lifted. And then I I can send these to you or show them to you. And then. Florida's is the right to carry, so I believe that's their concealed carry. Um, Same with Texas, the right to carry, and Michigan as well as the right to carry.
4: Um, All right, so here's another argument. That's kind
2: of different argument because yours was assault weapons, and mine was right to carry. And that actually kind of goes with my point because I actually (laughs) want to
4: further restrict it. I think that we shouldn't just ban like carrying in public assault weapons, which are semi-automatics with high-capacity clips, I think semi-automatics are the biggest problem, because when somebody is going to do something, usually the only time to intervene is when they're reloading. And then, so yeah, high-capacity clip makes that harder, but also a semi-automatic, you can just go bang, 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 and just keep shooting without having to reload. Um, But then also, like when you look at the statistic that like if you are using a gun in self-defense, and they say if you have a in self defense, if you have a gun in that situation, then you're like so much more times likely to get shot, and you're less likely to get shot if there is no. But gun. you're also
2: more likely to stop the crime.
4: You're more likely to stop the crime if you don't shoot the gun. It,
3: <clears throat> I read you're a like,
4: yeah, you're more likely. I think I, I read, read a
3: statistic somewhere. that said um, victims using their gun in self defense worked out as a whole in America, 0.09% of the time, which is...
0: it worked out for their benefit.
3: Yeah, which is insanely low.
4: And so the argument for that is that, uh, yeah, so if you have a gun in self-defense, you're four and a half more times more likely to be shot and 4.2 times more likely to be killed. But that doesn't include the instances when you have a gun, but you don't shoot it. And that's the big argument. So like if
2: they just brandish the weapon. Yeah. So the person has a gun but they don't pull it and shoot it. That's like they still have it.
4: That's like the pro gun argument is like, well, you're you're not including all of the instances when people use a gun for self defense, but a gun isn't shot, because overwhelmingly that is when a gun works in self defense. Is because you have a gun and you use it as a way to scare off a
2: criminal. By just brandishing it, yes. by just showing it, yeah. Restate that, because I, I didn't. It didn't all process <laughs> in the brain. I think the way that you wanted it to come come across. I'm sorry. What? Um, I was reading while he was talking, oh, okay. and I didn't. John. Sorry.
4: Well, they say that you should. We should be allowed to have guns for self defense. Yep. In public. Yep. Because as long as you don't shoot it, it's still more likely to keep you safe than not having a gun okay because if you shoot it yep then you're screwed most likely because once guns start being shot then you're probably going to get shot or killed but it's the act of brandishing the gun to scare off or ward off the victim or the, the victim the criminal the
2: offender and that's what protects you i would agree with that to some extent what what study are you basing the, um your, the,
3: I don't think that's a bad thing for pro gun people. I think that's, that no, I'm just, I'm just trying to figure out side. what,
2: what study are you referencing in terms of, cause I'm not saying it's not true. I just don't know which, which study it is that firing the gun often leads to either you or someone else being injured. Uh, well, ex- excluding the person you're firing the gun at in the self-defense. It's instances
4: where, I don't know what the study is from. Okay but I swear to God I wasn't looking it up on, like, Wikipedia. No, I believe and you. And anti um, <laughs> No, it's if, if you instances when there's a case where you're using – where something goes down and you need to use a gun for self-defense, if a gun was shot in that instance, then there's a four-and-a-half times more or higher chance that the person with a gun was shot. Okay. So if you need – or if something happens and you don't have a gun, then you're more likely to come out unharmed. But once you have a gun, it elevates the
2: situation and shoot. And then you're, I mean, I can, I can, I can understand that, but also in the same aspect, there's a lot of, and I think again, media doesn't do the best job portraying it, but there are lots of accounts of good gun owners putting down a bad guy, single shot maybe one or two shots and no one else getting injured but said bad guy yes and that's that. that's why i think that not to the extent they show it every once in a while
3: that's because it's 0.09 percent of the time It that's what is happens. that an accurate number so you said yeah i googled it you said on good gun owners <laughs>
0: putting down a bad
2: guy yep so you're talking about killing a person yes and it's okay or to kill or injuring said person well, I never think it's okay to kill someone, but if it's self-defense, your life or mine, I think it's justifiable. If someone were to break into your home with a gun and threaten your livelihood and your families, and in return you shoot them, I think that's justifiable.
4: So the best instances with having a gun in public is you use it to ward off, you scare them off by just brandishing it, or well, most of the time they put them down with one or two
2: shots? Uh I would say, I don't know, like,
0: where, where is it?
2: Um, in terms of intruders, I don't know the number for public, but in terms of for intruders, four hundred ninety-eight thousand intruders were deterred just because they knew the gun was inside. The the person inside the house either brandished a gun or they knew the gun was in there. Yeah. So my so point I'm is, I'm saying if you see someone carrying a gun, say you walk into the gas station. And you see someone, you know, looking at Soda have a gun on them and you were about to rob the place, you're not gonna rob it now.
4: Yeah. For fear. So my point is why do we need to why do those guns have to be semi automatic and high capacity clips? Because the stats show that when you start shooting it is when bad things happen. It's what
2: what other gun what what gun would you use instead?
4: Um a gun that a non-semi-automatic or not one where Name you can one. shoot like... I don't know guns. I'm not a that's gun That's what I'm gun. saying,
2: is the guns that you're referring to are completely ineffective in those situations. Are you going to carry a big-ass John Wayne revolver?
4: Probably a musket, if you ask
2: me. A musket. a baton. A m- <laughs> you're gonna... No, I'm just kidding. But that's the serious thing, is almost all guns are semi-automatic now. For the very reason of... it's. Yeah, but they don't need to have more than like 10 bullets in the clip. The So, in terms of most guns you buy stock, they don't have more than 15. Yeah, so So that'd be fine. That's fine, yeah. So, okay.
4: (laughs) No, yeah, no, me and Lily talked about it. So, I think when you you have 30, 60, 90, that's when it's a problem. Because even if you're using it for self-defense, you shouldn't be spraying bullets.
3: Yeah.
2: See, that's also a tricky subject because I'm not saying you're not wrong. But in that moment of some someone's in your house, you feel like your life is threatened out and about, you're not going to just shoot them once. You're uh, not. Yeah.
4: Mm. Yeah, you can shoot them 15 times. That's fine. But you shouldn't be spraying bullets 60 times into the neighbor's house. But you're not. And when emotions are high and that kind of situation is going on, somebody with 90 bullets that they can just keep shooting over and over is more likely to do more harm than I, good.
2: I. Than if they have 15 bullets, I don't think there's case. any case of someone dumping 90 bullets while shooting. Well, then why do you need defense. more than 30? exactly?
4: That's why it's not necessary. So, well, that, the only time that they're used is if they're actually like going out and they're gonna shoot up a school and they're like, well, I want, but 90 even, bullets. even
2: those magazines don't have 90 bullets,
4: okay? Well, 30, 60, 90, 30. not
2: even 60. I would say the, the majority of all the mass shootings and bullets or the magazine capacity is probably 30 to 35. And I talked to Lily about this if you were to come out and therefore say, you know what, from now on the magazine for the gun no more than 15. I think there's going to be backlash, but I personally would be okay with it. Yeah.
3: Right, because if well, you're yeah, doing be it for your life and you're Because you I know realistically
2: stuff- if someone were to break into my house I'm not going to need 30 bullets that's what i'm saying while i might dump a few more than one in them yeah and i'm I'm not not saying
4: 30 that most guns don't come with or that yeah most guns don't come with more than 30 in the clip
2: but i'm talking about the accessories so if you were if you were to restrict them and or so say you pick a number say let's say 30 you can have 30 or less or even say 15 i personally i think
4: I would prefer 15, but I think 30 would be fine. I think that's what most people are going for, and I think that's an improvement.
2: If the next gun control legislation were come through and it says the maximum amount of bullets you can have in one magazine is 30, anything else, we're no longer manufacturing, I'd be okay with that. Well, yeah, Yeah. because
4: even if they do start regulating guns, they're not going to take them. It's going to be a buyback program and then refusal to sell them from now on. That's just the accessory itself. It's not the
2: actual gun.
3: Yeah. I just think yeah. that if any, the, all the responsible gun owners got told that they can't have more than 15 or 30, they wouldn't have a problem with that. It's the people who are like crazy about guns and stuff that are it's just like a little overzealous Yeah, that they get that, so mad about it.
4: And they're just saying you're infringing on my Second Amendment rights.
2: But I like Lily said, majority of gun owners that aren't crazy we would be okay with that
3: yeah because be you okay has that. to so be you're like, not
2: crazy i you know everyone <laughs> always assumes i am but i'm i'm not it's those red well, like, eyes like i so en- i enjoy my guns i love shooting them but i'm also not completely unaware of the situations that go on while i think that a lot of media skews numbers and misportrays gun owners as bad people i do think that if if there were to be a bill passed or legislation put in 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 front of us that said we're going to go based off i think we collectively said 30 would be the most i think people would be i think people would be okay with that i really do unless you have authorization to use more it's like if you're sport shooting or if you're hunting an invasive species like we talked about the pigs earlier where you have permission to use those higher magazine counts i'd be okay with that i'd be fine with that
3: yeah or like if people wanted to like have the extra everything, mm-hmm. you know, for having fun and stuff, then they could go to a range or something.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like bump stocks. I think that
2: those should be illegal, definitely. Are they didn't Trump ban those? Are they I federally? believe I believe he did. Okay. Right after the Vegas. Well if they're not then yeah,
4: they should be for sure. I believe
2: after Vegas he did that already. But if you want to go to a gun range, then you can like shoot a fully automatic yeah weapon. no yeah. and you can do that now to try yeah. It, yeah but i would never want i would never want someone in uh like a civilian to
4: own and a completely automatic weapon see and that's what like the nra's stance and they're trying to lobby see
2: Congress and i also think the in NRA's- order to,
4: like they shouldn't make bump stocks illegal because if they do that then they're going to start making these weapons illegal and then now they're going to oh, take that away John's all John's argument actually what
3: if they take away, that was me my... being a jackass. Okay, yeah, dude, you got really <laughs> jackassy. Well, I was
2: just being like the like the, the complete like devil's advocate for okay. the gun. Okay, owners. well, it was just so, yeah.
3: me, so, well, yeah. so don't need to be a dickhole to me. <laughs>
2: so there's another topic: Will the restriction
4: of certain guns or accessories result in the restriction of all other self defense weapons?
2: I think it's not out of the realm of possibility, but I don't think. I think it'd be very difficult to do in America. To do what? To start with the restriction of a gun and or accessory and then slowly work it down the line to where it's all of them. Oh, yeah. it'd be difficult to enforce that? Like that it won't happen be, because they wouldn't...
3: He's going against what he just said. To no,
2: you just way. said, is it at all possible that, say, the U.S. bans assault weapons and then slowly it moved to pistol and then slowly it moved to shotgun? Is it? Yeah, is that an argument?
4: Will the restrictions of assault weapons or accessories lead to further restrictions that people don't agree with? Yeah, I said like it's banning a, all handguns. Yeah, I said something. it's
2: a possibility, but I think it would be very difficult to enforce in in America.
4: So it's not something that would hold back restrictions. You don't think that's a reason to hold back restrictions of accessories or accessories
2: accessories. Okay, but the weapon itself, I, I don't think it's needed.
4: Well, they should ban. Well, if they're going to ban high capacity clips, then they should ban. I mean, if there is a gun that th- that comes stock with more than
0: thirty, there aren't any. Okay, then yeah, I guess. That's so, if problem. they did pass a law to restrict, just say they ex- passed an extreme law to ban all assault weapons, high capacity clips, would that just mean the manufactured and sale from today forward? Or would it go backwards and come and get your gun? Well, it depends on the policy. So then, to me, it doesn't doesn't matter because, for example, in Cuba, they haven't made cars brand new since the 1950s. They still have cars; they just keep fixing them. Yeah, you know. So you got 300 million guns. So you pass a law to restrict guns. The 300 million guns are just going to get repaired and used. Yeah. For eternity.
4: But then, do they make it illegal to register it from person to person, so that you can't keep moving it, and so that way, it's not yours anymore? You can't just give it to somebody else. You have to end up giving it up. Because I don't know that. That's I think that's just just a possibility. But like uh, Bernie's gun control policy, um, he would do a buyback program. So. Obviously, mm. if you I like that's that. what Australia did when they banned weapons. They mm-hmm. didn't take them away, but they stopped making them and selling them. And then they'd buy it back. And it was highly successful. I, Australia's cool. got I don't, a, very, I don't think, like a good I idea. I don't
2: think people would be willing to give up their their gun because they don't see the gun as the problem.
4: No, but that's the thing is they have the option, though.
2: Oh, you have the... Op- it's not an it's a buyback. It's not a mandatory no. buyback. It's an optional thing?
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not like... In order to uh, incentivize people to get the guns off the streets, because they, it's like, all right, we're not going to take them from you, yeah. but we want to give you the option because we still do want to take them from you, okay. but we're not going to like so infor- forcefully take
2: them. They from you. completely stop the manufacturing of them, and then you have the option to sell the gun back.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I like that. At least it's a step forward in reducing I think it's, gun. It's, yeah, because
0: it. I think that it's.
4: It's the access to guns that's the problem.
2: It's, it's such a tricky thing because of the way people misrepresent assault weapon. because every all, the majority of guns people use, whether it's for hunting, protection, sport, all fit the same category. So but I'm assuming by I don't know so much about Australia, but in the US it would be, it would be rifles. That's the one that everyone's scared of is rifles that getting taken away. Uh, that what well, that would be the thing that they want to buy back. Oh, can we
0: and handguns? No
2: handguns, because that's the number one cause of homicides are handguns. So, but so then what in terms of like, it's so, it's so difficult because people use those for various different things.
4: I think, uh, well, I think the biggest problem is that there are, just so many guns in america like what is it like we're five percent of the population but like more than 50 percent of the guns manufactured go to america
2: um what is i actually wrote that down it's from
0: 2017 probably most of the guns in the rest of the world are manufactured by america too
2: 2017 there was 325 million people in the u.s and Gun ownership they
0: owned. No, there's like 300
4: million people in the US. 325 million. Although you said 25 million.
2: 325. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. As of 2017. Yeah. Civilians own 398.3 million guns, resulting in 1.2 guns per person. Yep. So obviously that number is skewed because not everyone owns a gun. Yeah. But some have 50. Yeah. And I, and I understand that. But I don't, I do think that the number of guns is a problem. mm
4: -hmm. I don't think that we, I don't think going about totally restricting certain types of guns is the solution because then you have a lot of people saying you're infringing on my rights and these guns aren't the problem. I think it's just we need to lower the total number of guns instead of having you know 400 million guns because we have the most guns and we have by far the most gun deaths Mm -hmm. of any country. So I think we just need to put on very strict restrictions and regulations which are overall going to lower the number of guns that get sold and distributed in America. And that way, if we lower the number of guns, that'll lower the number of gun deaths because it's the access to guns. That's the problem. People say guns kill people or guns don't kill people. People kill people, but people with guns kill the most people. So I, I
2: I personally think that you should be allowed to own as many guns as you, as you want. But I think think having
3: is unnecessary. Like, See, but you—you
2: seem you. That's a completely opinion-based, which is—it's—it's right to have your own opinion. But but, it's statistically that the more gun, we have way more guns, and we have way more gun deaths. So I think people
4: owning a lot of guns, they end up. I think we just need to keep the number of guns down. I think and not say you can't own guns. See, but the
2: only and this goes back. I don't want to seem like an asshole when I say it because I, I truly don't mean to be one. But when you factor out. Accidents and suicide by firearm are gun violent crimes and gun deaths drop significantly.
3: But that doesn't have anything to do with the amount. Yeah,
2: of it, yes. Death. Yeah. It does. The amount no, of if, those are if,
3: still a problem.
2: And I'm not saying they're not.
3: The access to guns I'm is saying a problem that people crimes. are killing themselves and people are having accidents. Yeah. So instead, it's and that's why I think instead access. of
2: banning, it's not easy.
3: It is. It's...
4: So, how many more gun deaths do we have
2: compared to like the other? I think I have it somewhere. I believe that we are um, 20th in the like who someone did a study. I don't know if it was the CDC, but they did a study of 50 countries and um, exclude or with all the gun deaths total, we were 48. So, we we're pretty bad. But if you take out accidents and suicides, we, we climbed, we were within. Yeah,
3: but like, I think my close to my heart issue is the, is the accidents and is the suicides, you know, like crime happens and it's a big problem, but like the saddest things are the suicides that are like that could have been prevented if they didn't have their easy access to guns at the time of them being intoxicated or
2: but that's also why i'm okay with more mental health check i think there's i think there's better ways to implement legislation for a gun control without it directly impacting the gun itself oh yeah i don't that, but i don't
3: think i'm not thinking about the gun itself that's what i was saying is either. It,
4: we shouldn't restrict the gun itself we should try and restrict the access to guns
2: which would in turn lower the number of guns which would in turn lower the number of right. guns so in terms of access do you mean like more background checks and yeah like the nra like the gun show loophole i don't i think that should be do away with yeah and i think any decent person
4: would agree with that yeah
2: I, I think if it doesn't affect the gun itself, the manufacturer of the gun, I still believe that people should be allowed to own as many guns okay. as they want. But if you do, like I said, the more background checks, mental health checks, make it a longer waiting period, more intense background checks, I would be okay with that because it's not affecting the gun itself. It's the person behind the gun. Which yeah.
4: It's, Stronger yes. Stronger regulations would lower the number of guns sold. Yes. Because, so, and that's what I was trying to say. Oh, yes. We lower be, the without, number of guns without sold. Without restricting
2: the gun itself
4: yeah, that we lower the number of guns sold and I think that'll get less guns that, into the street. We won't have the number of 400 million. I mean, we still will for a while because we're going to have to play catch up. But if it's harder to get guns and you put maybe a quantity limit on it, there aren't going to be so many guns.
2: And I think overall, that's going to lower the gun death rate. I think if you half that statement, I'd be okay with If you make it harder to get the guns, without putting a quantity on it that'd be okay with. what i'm
3: talking about is with easy access is that like that's going to be lowered the easy access because of health checks and because of
2: but so so determine easy access
3: um i can't really if you
2: have a gun in your house you have easy access to your to a gun okay but the
3: yeah but the
2: process of getting the gun is not easy
3: yeah, but with the health checks, you know, like, I, I try not to talk about the ways that I've known people to kill themselves and stuff. But that's all I can think about is, like, when somebody is an alcoholic and, like, if that was caught earlier by a health check and stuff, then that they wouldn't have that easy access to the gun to therefore kill themselves.
2: But I feel like so when when I think of the term easy access, I don't think about the access I have to the gun right now. I think of the access I have to buying the gun, okay. and buying an actual gun is not easy access. Well, what about somebody buying a gun for you? I so in terms of that being grown up with the discipline I have of a gun is not it's it's very similar to like when you're when you're taught b- b- what a bad thing is you're taught to respect it because you know, you can get hurt by it. So like growing up the way I was, guns are not toys. They're always to be respected because you never know what can happen because there are accidental discharges. There are accidents, Mm -hmm. but if you take the right precautions and are taught the right way, you know, don't ever point a gun at someone. If it's loaded, I don't don't even point a gun Mm -hmm. at someone. If it's not loaded Mm -hmm. trigger discipline, keeping your finger off the trigger, no matter what safety on all of that, if you respect the gun because you know what it can do, then like if someone – like when my dad – stepdad bought me a gun, I, I knew it wasn't a toy. So there's but, a law that
4: – um, oh,
1: dogs. Lots of dogs.
4: Oh, hey. All right. So there's a law that some states have put in place. So like Lily said, if you're suicidal, then you're more likely to use a gun and you're just going to – you try it once and then you're done. Yeah. And that's it. So what about in like respecting the gun? What if you have a law where like, especially with like teens and children, because like 60% of them that commit suicide and that rate's gone up for how many do commit suicide with a gun? Don't get that fucking crackle <laughs> shit out of here. The
3: second he walks in.
4: Somebody break a tree in here. <laughs> yeah. um, 60% of them are guns that they get from a family member or parent so then they have laws where they have to be locked up yeah and what was it six states have that in place and there was 78% reduction in suicides and then
2: 85% reduction in accidents so you're saying like a law that requires you to lock your guns up yeah oh, okay
3: right that goes into oh well, that's the thing less is we always did that we well. have
2: we have a gun safe and the, our dad has the key. So let me, let
0: me ask you cuz I don't really know.
2: I mean, so you grew
0: up in a house that had guns. Yes. Was there ever a time when you were a minor? Yep. And there was no adults home. Yep. That you snooped around and looked at a gun.
2: Uh through the case. I kn- I knew not to open it. I knew better. Never. But, Never. But there, okay. But the only time I ever got to go touch along. a gun is if my dad was there. Mm-hmm. Until but that's I got
3: because to... you're a you're a good child. Right. But like but, thinking of my but siblings I, and stuff like and i'm not saying that accidents don't happen get out yeah and i'm not saying I that was stupid
2: because i had i had a buddy's little brother who who killed himself on accident the dad left the gun loaded and it was a shotgun and the the kid shot shot himself and killed him and i'm not saying that doesn't happen and i'm and, and but i if you were to say you have to lock your guns up no one no one's gonna no gun owner is gonna have a problem with that they would really, really? because think, they want yeah. they want it by the bedside in case there's yeah something but that they, comes on they don't want to go to the case and, not and that makes it. sense. But they, yeah. Technology is so crazy nowadays. They have things for that. They have things right now that are magnets that have thumbprints that it will not release the gun unless your thumb is or your fingerprints on it. They oh have hell things. yeah,
4: but you know? let's get that in there, every are, home. There are people that are very against that because like I don't want smart technology. Like my cell phone malfunctions all the time. I don't want smart mm. technology to determine whether or not I can get my gun when I need it. In a moment of self-defense, if somebody well, breaks into my another house. Here's the thing
2: is in terms of the, the way a normal house is set up or houses in general, by the time it takes you to get out of bed to figure out what's going on, it's most people keep their gun safe key in a very – they know where it's at. They could walk to their room right now blindfold and get the gun key, go to the safe, and get their gun out in literally five seconds. Some people have the fucking um, electronic thing and open the vault door. It doesn't really burn down time. And so in case you, you, someone's in your house, they're downstairs, they're in their house or on the other side, they're somewhere in your house. It's not going to take you that long to get your gun. That's it's, a good realistically, argument it's not.
3: people who are against that then. Yeah,
2: which is why I think all guns should be locked up. I'm okay with that. Our guns have always been locked up. What, what about hard uh, to
0: enforce though?
2: Right. The like only way you get know. in trouble is
0: if there was an incident, yeah. and then they proved you didn't have it locked up. Then you get in trouble after someone's already yeah. dead.
4: But those states that do have that as a law, it's if you get caught having a gun that's not locked up in your house, then you're punished for it. So I don't know how they would catch you otherwise, without having an accident. But... Yeah.
2: Which I, I would be okay with. If you mandated that you had to have your guns locked up, I'd be okay with that because that's that's how I grew up. That's how a lot of family, friends and like households that I know where guns are. That's how we grew up. Once you get old enough. So whatever your family deems old enough where you have shown the correct discipline around a firearm, then you get access to a key to where you could use it. But so I I have access to the code to get into them. But even as a 22 year old adult, I still ask my dad if it's okay, if I take a gun out and shoot as you should. Like it's it's just the okay. way I was. And grant, I can't base everything off the way I was raised, but I think that's <laughs> also get off to the take into account
3: redneck hillbilly oh family fa- family livings um, and t- talk about uh, the people who have guns that are very immature and like for instance, I know sure. a drug dealer who is completely out of sorts. And he has hmm. ha- had loaded guns, never unloaded. And they're handguns. Like, and, tucked
4: into the couch.
3: Yeah, tucked in the couch where somebody has sat down and, like, oh, shit, there's a gun, like, crammed in the corner of this couch. Like, he forgot about it. And when that person gets, like, completely wasted, has pointed that gun loaded into my friend's face multiple times. That's At, like, up. two in the morning. So, like, how...
2: Do Do we go about
3: issues like that?
2: Do you think the said person, if we implemented extensive, excruciating mental health checks, background checks, and update checks, would pass without a problem? They probably would.
3: I hope not. You'd hope not, but
2: how,
4: why, why would a person like that not pass? Are they going to be like, would you, if you got drunk, would you point a loaded gun in your friend's face? And they'd be like, yo, oh, didn't pass the (laughs) mental health test. Right. I feel it's like, like no, maybe psychologists and stuff will be Yeah, but they're not going to have better like better ways
2: S- like Sigmund Freud looking at every single person, you know. It's N- just No, but I'm I'm saying if you were to do more extensive mental health checks, I, I there would be a lot of people who would fail who do don't need guns. Don't get me wrong, there's still going to be the people who will play the system. Yeah. And you're always going to have that no matter what, no matter what law it, it, not even if it's not even pertaining to guns pertaining to anything if you have a law people are going to find a way around it and i'm not saying that that should that's the excuse why it shouldn't happen like of course people are going to find ways around these checks but if you make them more extensive and you make the time in which you have to get them done
3: they're not going to go through the effort of doing it if they're
2: and if okay so and then if you were to say say it was a mandatory mental health check every month in order to keep your gun if you miss one they take your gun Until you can prove that you're deemed fit. And if you can't do that or don't have the will to do that or just say fuck all, then you don't get your gun back. Yeah, I don't think people would be very um, accepting of having to go to a doctor's
4: appointment once a month just to own a gun. What if there was like random?
3: uh, I guess that's illegal. But like, yeah, see, I've debated on even like talking to the cops about it, but I don't think anything would be done even if I told them what was going on, exactly what house it was at Um, and stuff.
4: no, well, there's there's another law that a lot of states have passed, especially after mass shootings, called the Extreme Risk Law, mm-hmm. where if a peer, or family member calls and says this person is a threat to themselves or others, then they can come and legally yeah. take all of their guns yep. away. Okay, until could
3: I do that now, because yes. like this well, is
4: a Wisconsin,
2: situation that Wisconsin bothers me it. and I think about it all the time. If you were to make a sincere phone call or talk to a cop, I almost guarantee they would still go check it out. Uh, they
4: go check it out, but they can't legally take guns away. It happened in. Uh, that's when they passed it in Florida was the Parkland High or Parkland yeah. school. How many shooting. states
2: have that? Is it just Florida six, or six have it in place So right if now. you were to implement that nationwide, I'd be okay with that too. If
3: there was like a visit at this person's house by a cop, if they happened to walk in for any reason, awesome.
2: Nice, that'll be good for the sound. <laughs>
3: um <laughs> they would get arrested in a heartbeat there's so many things there it's like that classic drug dealer's house You've but you got, can't
4: just walk into a person's house as a cop i
3: know mm. see that's the thing is like what if i talk to the cops about this yeah. and like
4: well we need the extreme risk law like in parkland school shooting they the mom had called the cops and said yeah like multiple times yes oh, and so they they like inspected him and everything but he wasn't like mentally crazy enough for anything to happen if the extreme risk law wasn't at that time then they could have at least taken the guns away.
2: Can we talk, and... Lee, uh, not to cut you off, but the sheriff in that was a complete fucking idiot. I don't,
4: I don't really know
2: about that. <laughs> they, or... they got the call that there was a shooter inside the school and he didn't go in. The sheriff? Yeah, what? the sheriff of the town. Because he, he, he was scared? He was outside the school and he had called for backup and like, there's an active shooter shooting people and he didn't go in.
3: Huh. Why? Because he was scared? Yeah. Then he can't be a cop.
2: Yeah. He um, he didn't go in. But that's enough about that. I just that it was just one of those things it's a, another topic for another day. But no, if you were to implement the extreme risk nationwide, every state, I'd be okay with that. Yeah. And like I said there I like, am okay with policies that reflect upon the person more than I agree with policies that reflect upon the gun itself. Okay, what about the waiting law? So, so in terms of depending on the state you have to wait x amount of days before you receive the gun you bought waiting period yeah 17 states you have to wait a few days between
4: purchasing and obtaining the weapon
2: Yep. Yeah. so usually uh, at least illinois uh rifles and shotguns is only a few days handguns is two weeks i believe is the minimum um if they were to say you have to wait a little bit longer i'd be okay with that and even if they were to say so you do your background check when you go to purchase the gun at the gun shop they do they do the background check right then and there before you even pay for the gun now if that say they make it a two-week period for all guns within that two weeks you have to go complete a mental health check i'd be okay with that too before you even get the gun Mm -hmm. and if they were to extend the period in which you have to wait to get the gun i'd be okay with that too okay so um
4: all right so it sounds like we pretty much all agree that we should Enforce every restriction possible, unless it's on the gun itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd be or not all. I mean,
2: about that, but we all agree about. Yeah, I think the I think we could be doing a lot
3: because that we not, could be doing
2: a lot more in terms of background checks, mental health checks, and and stuff like that.
3: I think just choosing a gun to get rid of or whatever isn't like the, a source of the crimes and the tragedies that happen in America. You know, so that there needs to be a different way to fix the problem than just like say okay you can't have this gun but
4: accessibility is an issue too Accessibility. i mean it's one it's part of an issue obviously mental health is probably the biggest factor but accessibility does play a role in it because there are crazy people in all countries but not all countries have as many guns as we do and not nearly as many countries have the number of gun deaths as
2: we do true i think the biggest elephant in the room is the one we haven't talked about yet the whole basis we have guns Okay. So the second amendment right. No, I was like going to, that, yeah. that's good. That was, there's two yeah. more things I want to oh, bring okay. up. Yeah, One go is ahead. the second amendment. Yeah. okay. Do we want to talk so, about it now? Yeah. Okay, because, perfect.
4: So, all right, what do you have an argument for? Well, you? I just
2: the, I think the biggest misnomer in terms of people is they say um in in terms of guns we you you don't need this for hunting. And the whole basis, the whole reason we have guns is is the second amendment, the right to bear arms for if if ever we need them for a tyrannical government nothing in the second amendment doesn't say anything about hunting okay can we
0: read the second amendment yeah i have it right here okay i'll read oh you got it remember it's one sentence yeah with some weird commas. and 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 i might point out it's not even grammatically correct (laughs) not at all okay great i'll do my best a well-regulated militia comma being necessary to secure to the security of a free state comma The right of the people to keep and bear arms, comma, shall not be infringed.
4: Mm -hmm. So the argument is, is this about a militia, a collective, or is this for the right to bear arms for the individual? So, Or the individual within a collective
0: militia? Well, I'd say since it's one sentence, and the end of the sentence says the right of the people shall to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed, the beginning of the sentence starts with a well-regulated militia there one sentence is connected so it it talks entirely about a well-regulated exactly. militia so in my opinion you should not keep and
1: bear
2: arms unless you're part of a well-regulated militia the well-regulated militia are the people we that was we the people are the reg- well-regulated militia
4: and that's what it was at the times And look at what's the Second Amendment itself. It's an amendment, a change to the Constitution, and they included a provision for further changes because they know that culture is going to change.
2: And I understand that, but would you ever change the First Amendment?
4: Well, the First Amendment also has its limits, and just like the Second Amendment could as well. Yeah, I'm not saying— You can't have—it's not total freedom of speech. There are limits to that
2: and I'm not saying that there aren't limits to guns because there are right now, but I'm saying the biggest argument you hear or one of the one of the biggest arguments you hear are people saying you don't need this type of gun for hunting or you don't need this type of gun for whatever reason, but they negate the fact that it is the right to own the gun for whatever reason you want to. It started as the militia in case we were to be invaded by a foreign country or our own government. And I think that's a I think that's a very safe thing to have as a country to be able to defend yourself from whatever may happen.
0: Uh, There's a little more sinister um, history to the well-regulated militia. In the South at the time, the slave population far exceeded the population of the controlling white. Mm -hmm. So, by the numbers, it'd be easy for the slaves to say, fuck this, we're taking over. So the well-regulated militia was to keep the slave population in line. And you would have to literally weekly or whatever the militia was in that area, you'd have to do your part as a white person to go around with your militia to make sure the slaves didn't have an uprising.
3: History. I mean, I feel like, too, that people need to look at history and what was happening in the times. And, you know, like we can't take things literally, just like we can't take things literally out of the Bible. Mm -hmm. Times were different, things were written differently, and people need to consider that instead of just like reading a sentence and being like, that's it. That's all you need to know.
2: Well, exactly. That's why well, there's another argument there is people are like, well, they didn't have rifles that could shoot the way they do now. Mm-hmm. And while that may be true, it, the times do change. We make things more effective. We 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 evolve as people.
3: So that right there, I feel like you can't just go back and be like, well, this is what it says. You know, you times change and that's gonna change too. So
2: would you prefer that we have similar weapons to then for self defense?
3: No, I, I'm not saying that. I'm just using the argument that that, that people can't really say that, well, that with public the amendment.
4: Yeah, society changes, public attitude changes, and they weren't it wasn't meant to be one hundred percent relevant for one hundred percent of the future. Yeah. So there can be changes and there can be different interpretations of it and it can change. So even if it did mean every single person has the right to own as many guns as they need to at the time, that doesn't mean that we can't look at it and change it to adapt to the times. Because that's Uh, what an amendment is.
2: It's such a tricky one, though, because outside of if you use it for hunting. I'm going to group self-defense and, and the gun ownership as um, what the majority of people deem the Second Amendment for is for the the safety of the country as a whole. Trying to regulate that is is very tricky in the eyes of people who, lo- who like guns, who own guns, because they believe they should have the necessary tools to defend themselves and country. At any given circumstance, no matter what, what it is. So why aren't they upset that they can't own grenades?
3: Or w- what about it if it's going against the safety of the country?
2: I wouldn't say it is going against the safety of the country.
3: Um, okay. okay.
2: So if you...
0: if The preamble to the Constitution says to provide for the uh, common defense and promote the general welfare. So... If we have an issue that is uh, degrading the welfare of our country, then we're in violation of the Constitution because people are dying.
3: That's what I thought it meant, too.
0: So if people think that they, uh,
4: if it's in order to defend themselves against a tyrannical government, then how come they're not upset that? The government doesn't allow them to own all military grade weapons well, like grenades. That would be like the only tanks, way to defend yourself against the government.
0: Exactly. Is to have so uh, tanks and why, bazookas. And I mean, some people are. Weapons. Weapons.
2: <laughs> some people are. And but, it's, it's but a very radical thing. Not many people. Fighter. Most
4: people are okay with, I can't own a grenade. No, but if gets. it's actually to defend yourself against the government military, then why? why do they draw the line
2: there? So h- having access to. You, people may not be um upset but knowledge itself of making isn't that hard so i'm not saying that people should be able to own grenades or machine guns making grenades obvious- is also not legal yeah but what i'm so what i'm saying is in the mindset of if it's your own government or a foreign body invades you have the knowledge to defend yourself and you have tools to defend yourself
0: But. If there was back in the 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 day when this was first written, you didn't have even have a standing army. Mm -hmm. You didn't have an army. Yeah, you had your militias. You had militias. So we we say uh, the government says uh, we've got a foreign force coming from this direction. We're going to call up the local militias to defend it. Yep, that's not what they do now.
2: Yeah, it's not as relevant. Mm -mm.
3: And when.
2: I I think it's not as relevant because we haven't had a situation happen since then, in terms of where we absolutely need the militia. But we are willing to do it. We have the necessity. The Second
4: Amendment is about militia, and we've had other situations
2: since then that weren't occurring back then that they didn't account for.
3: So the Second Amendment argument just like isn't very strong. I think
2: I think it's strong in a sense because if if a if a country were to Invade the U.S. right now. Obviously, our military would help—National Guard, Marines, and all that. But I can say with hundred percent certainty, good gun owners would help. They would be. They would be there. They would help. What
4: about the second line in it being necessary to the security of a free state? Yeah. Like we're not currently under attack, our freedom isn't under attack. Us as individuals don't need to own guns in order to secure the freedom of the state right now. So why do we have to own guns right now? If it's necessary Would you... to maintain the freedom of the state, then our right to bear arms shall not
2: be infringed. But right now it's not necessary. Would you rather have something before you need it or after the fact? No. How
3: about let's have like, okay, say we're under attack and we need everybody to have guns. We've got like underground systems that like rise up out of the ground. They're like... <laughs> me, me. And everybody's like, they're like, go grab your guns, hurry up, go grab your guns, and everybody just runs to that spot like near them in their city, and they grab one of the guns, and they just start passing them out, right. and then we're I all, we're all. How, use well,
1: how,
3: how much money, how much take, money is that going to take? Everybody cost? can take classes.
2: It's going to take a lot of money. I
3: mean, it hasn't happened.
2: But yeah. I'm saying, in my eyes, the militia has access to the the weapons that they they need in order to defend themselves in the country. Whether that be right now something's going on or in preparation for, because you never know what's going to happen.
0: Well, I do know if another country tried to attack, they'd be using fighter jets and bombers,
2: and uh, missiles. And I don't think our for for the first strike, yeah, they're gonna hit very hard from the from the sky, yeah. But and and while I'm not disputing that fact, at some point it's gonna become foot combat people yeah. once so they're going to hit major cities they're going to hit DC major cities pentagon all that and then if they do enough damage then they're going to send forces so in a in a
0: hypothetical situation like that they do damage they're coming yep. in i don't see america banding together to fight them i just see like them all taking their guns and fighting each other I, realistically I for 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 the limited uh Supplies that are needed to live.
3: Apocalypse.
1: I, I don't think anything I've... unifies quite like a common enemy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you look
2: after nine eleven, mm-hmm. people in droves signed up for recruitment. Vietnam, even though that war is very controversial, droves signed up to get involved. If you look and when you look at the basis of guns, some states, Texas included, if you take all the gun owners there, they make up one of the largest. Armies of the world, just the gun owners in Texas. I think if if any foreign country were to attack the U.S. and the people needed to band together in order to save their home and country, it's uh, it, it would happen. I don't think that people would turn on each other.
3: Some.
2: I I. I mean I some. I, I mean like yeah, gonna, shit's going to go down, some, but it's not really a good argument. Yeah, yeah you're yeah, going to have a, a few, but people order. are right. going to band together to protect. What is theirs?
3: Um, going along with the regulations and stuff. Sorry, I keep going. Um, it's hard for people to see um, when times need changing at the time, but like,
4: go sit in the other room, Dylan.
3: But like after the fact, like when we can look back and say, okay, they made grenades illegal for the hands of the civilians. It's okay now that we look back at it. It's just hard at the time to make those decisions and stuff. For for people,
4: I mean, there's already limits to the Second Amendment, so I, I guess the question is, how far would we go expanding those limits?
2: And I and I personally, most be- people say we can't go any farther. I personally believe if it if it doesn't affect the gun and the manufacturing of the gun, it affects the person and the accessibility in terms of buying the gun not having the gun already in the home if you were to do more regulations on that the majority of gun owners would be okay with it and
4: regulating high capacity clips and bump stocks yeah if, if so
2: i believe bump stocks is already banned but yeah they are yeah so. but if, if you because we agreed on 30 earlier if you were to say you could only have a magazine that holds 30 no more gu- gun owners are going to be okay with that mm-hmm. they, they truly are as long as you don't try to ban a certain type of gun because of the looks, because of whatever it may be, it doesn't affect the gun itself. If you do legislation to regulate the accessories that give you high capacity magazines and did more things that affect the person of the, the person that's buying the gun themselves, not the gun itself, the majority of gun owners is going to be okay with that.
4: Do you know who's not okay with it? The NRA. Much talked about that. And
2: mm, there's a lot of things. See, it's the NRA is very tricky as well because you have people who are diehard NRA people, life members, in it to win it. And you have people who somewhat agree with the NRA, some what don't agree, and then you have people who don't believe in the NRA at all.
4: Okay, well, here's my question. Do you think the NRA has gone from being a gun safety organization to an unfair and immoral political lobbying organization?
2: I personally don't.
4: I think they have, but I also I don't
2: I also don't agree with 100% of everything that they say and do that I know of.
4: I think that using money to push their agenda forward in Congress is highly immoral. And what what was it? They spend 100 or what is it? 5 5 million the last couple of years they spent 5 million dollars a year lobbying to pass laws that favor their agenda and you shouldn't be able to use money as power in order to push forward the laws that you think and that doesn't include any of the money that they spend supporting campaigns for the politicians who already support them well while it's because they're trying to prevent people from being able to study i think there's one law that they pass i don't know if it's in a state or nationwide but they made it so you can't investigate um, a gun dealer or – yeah, just gun dealers more than once a year. In terms of – Auditing like... to make sure that all of that their sales are accounted for, that they're not selling guns where they don't know where they went. If somebody's – if they're selling – like the instance when – I think it was the same study where they they were selling like 10 to 15 guns to the same person week after week. And then they started trying to crack down on that. And then the NRA lobbied to make it illegal to use that research or do more research because they think it would restrict access of guns to people which would infringe their Second Amendment rights. And then they couldn't – so they couldn't use that study any further, and then they can't go into those gun dealers and continue to investigate like they were before because they think that's going to cut down on people's
2: gun rights. And that's one thing I disagree with. I think – I don't don't see a problem in – looking at a company that sells guns and really digging deep into their sales and being it, it. Cause I mean, while I feel like most gun shops, gun owners, stuff like that are already very cautious and protective of their business because it's, it's their business. They don't want anything to happen and they certainly don't want to go to jail because there's heavy penalties for selling guns to, you know, like, with, without doing background checks, selling it to people who have backgrounds in which don't are are banned or restricted from having guns. Um, but even if all the sales are legal,
4: but they know that they're sketchy. Like selling ten guns to the same person week after week. That was like a specific instance, and they went into that dealer, and they tried to interview him. Yeah, I, I would be okay with that. They're just like, do you know you know that these guns are going to gangs? And he's like, well, what they do with them is not our business we See, don't know what's in their hearts that's, that's, and like you know that's a problem though
2: yeah that's and that's a i well that is one instance and i'm not saying it's probably not more than one i think it's a bad example and rep on gun dealers
4: no well that was an instance but that was part of the study was they found that this the tracing study where they yeah. found
2: i'd be okay with that though i'd and be that
4: manufacturers I'd, should be able to cut off certain dealers if they repeatedly continue to do that yeah
2: that that'd be okay i'd be okay with that yeah that's why i I agree with everything in terms of the using money to to push their agenda um it's a tricky thing because everyone does that
4: yeah and it's everybody that does it is it's bad yeah it's it's bad in every instance across
2: the board it's bad yes but securing the rights of gun owners themselves i don't think is bad
4: now if you believe it and you want to try and push that agenda that's fine but yeah. to use money to lobby politicians is totally immoral
2: yeah on on any for any yeah. issue on any side of the political sphere yes and i think that you could easily say that that restricting someone a manufacturer or even the federal government from looking into someone who is doing sketchy shit that's that's not right either because mm-hmm. i am for the safety of people I I, I truly am. I just, it's, I will, people should be, in my eyes, allowed to own the firearms they want, but have, and I'm not saying you can't have no restrictions. I'm okay with restrictions. It's just, it just really just depends on the fine details and wording of said restrictions.
4: Their issue is that if they want to make it illegal to continue doing these studies because they think it's
2: makes guns look bad and it's going to lead to restrictions but see i think it makes look it, it i wouldn't say it makes guns look bad i think it's it could have a negative connotation it shows with guns, guns are bad no no <laughs> it could have a negative connotations on guns and gun dealers which could reflect which could reflect in the sales of their business but i don't think that's the bigger issue the bigger issue is if you have a dealer at a gun shop who is who is allowing these sketchy things they should be investigated their cells should be investigated i don't i don't see a problem with that personally all right hold on one sec okay so
4: dylan you might want to fact check this because i don't have a source but did they did the nra make it so that the cdc cannot study gun violence anymore
2: that and would then, have had to have been a recent thing because I think the last C D C research was either twenty seventeen or twenty eighteen. So that'd been real recent. Could have been. Um, and if that is the case, that's also fucked up. And so they're
4: they're basically against everything. Like they don't want to further restrictions the NRA.
2: See, and I'm not and but and that's where I differ there's
4: Wayne Lapierre, he's the CEO. Yep. Nineteen ninety nine. Here's a quote. We think it's reasonable to provide mandatory instant criminal background checks for every sale at every gun show. No loopholes anywhere for anyone. And now that they're against that. And I think it just shows that like the
0: NRA has just become like a money. Well, if there was any restrictions on guns, gun sales would go down and they'd make less money.
4: Yeah. So I think it just shows it's not even a gun safety thing anymore. It's just an organization that's corrupt. Just like the government is now yeah. corrupt. It's
2: all about money. I still I feel still at while the CEO or whatever may not have the best moral value with that statement. I believe the majority of people who are like the people who are life members of the NRA or whatever like that do still have the the moral there of safety over pushing agenda and just because if you ask any gun owner i would say nine out of ten would be okay with a background check doesn't matter if you're at a gun show doesn't matter if you're buying the gun at a gun shop doesn't matter where you're buying it you have to have a background check so okay. I, I did the fact check
1: <clears throat>
4: give him the headphones because that was Ooh. fucking loud yes. was it?
1: Jesus. <laughs>
2: All right. So on a... <laughs> why, are you, why are you making your voice lower?
1: Yeah, I hadn't talked in a while. My voice was all. Usually yeah. you sound like Chip the Black He's trying boy. to sound like a man. <laughs> yeah. So last month that was actually repealed. So in really? 1996 is when they pushed that through with the Dickey Amendment that the NRA had lobbied for that stopped the CDC from doing that research. Wait. So that's been a law for 24 years and was just repealed but the
2: the cdc's been doing
4: really yeah what how uh third like any
1: gun studies or
2: because the cdc's been doing gun studies for years like you can find you can like i mean i pulled facts from the cdc from 2017
1: it didn't explicitly ban it but it reduced the government funding by 90 percent
2: oh so they basically are
4: trying to cut it out without totally cutting it off because that would be immoral yeah That would probably just look worse. All right, um, let's just talk about a couple of their stances. Their solution to school shootings is not to get is to get
2: rid of the gun ban on school grounds and arm teachers. I more guns. I talked briefly with this with Lily. I wouldn't say arm teachers, but I would say, um, like some schools have done, um, they create their own their own private type. I don't even, I don't consider it like a business, but their own, um, their own step to where um, they will hire or um, sometimes they volunteer um, army vets and retired police officers to carry like, it's like a resource officer, but they're carrying a gun. So it's, it's um, retired vets, police officers, people who have the discipline of a gun but are also willing to take that risk themselves that if someone were to come into the school, I am the first line of defense here. I don't think it should be a teacher's job. Yeah. I think not it sh- no, not at all because teachers have so much to do already. And I'm not saying like a teacher wouldn't be capable of doing it, but, but the personality types, well, that's not, that's not a teacher's job to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you are, whether it's, you have a detachment off the police force of its police officers, whether you have, however you set up, it's, you know army vets, retired police officers or people that can e- even if you were to open up to the public and you put them through an extensive training. I mean the most rigorous training you can do. I'd be okay with that as long as it's separate from the school itself.
3: My school actually had a cop station there every day. Yeah. At the front doors and he would sit in his cop car and get all the high school kids not wearing their seat belts.
2: And there's and there's some schools that have resource officers that I believe have like pepper spray and tasers. Um,
3: oh, that'd be good. Well, it maybe the teachers could have like a taser, and then they they have a police officer working at the at schools too.
2: Yeah, I'd for sure be okay with them implementing some sort of detachment to where someone is at the school with a firearm who is capable of doing that job.
1: So my school also had one of those resource officers, and he was armed. This is Dylan, by the way. Yeah, what up? (laughs) And I just now remembered that because there was one day I brought, I think it was a can of soup for lunch, but I didn't bring a can opener. And for some reason I asked the resource officer if he knew where a can opener was. And he looked at me and said, set it on the ground. And then he pulled his gun on my can of soup. And it made me laugh. Wow. <laughs> what?
0: This is why Dylan's not on the podcast. <laughs> what do you mean yeah. he pulled his gun on it? Like Are he, he pretended to
1: shoot up? it? Yeah, he just like pulled it and was like, no, nah, I don't know where a candle can Oh my great. Are you serious?
3: <laughs> teaching kids oh, well. That would I would be uh, um,
2: determined someone who probably shouldn't be doing exactly. that job. Yeah, probably yeah you not. probably shouldn't be no. pulling the gun out.
3: It's teaching kids poorly and.
2: That's crazy. But no, yeah, in terms of arming, I wouldn't say teachers um, or any type of faculty member, but a separate thing of of it in itself. Because most of the schools that have that, they are retired vets who are home or retired police officers that that are still capable of doing that job. I'm okay with that, personally. But I don't think that's the burden. I don't think that's a burden that should be put on any teacher or faculty member.
4: I think if... I guess if they wanted to have like pepper spray or something, yeah, just so that they have the option, but yeah. definitely not have guns. That's not, yeah, their teachers.
2: But I, I don't. But I mean, what about you? Would you be if it was a completely separate from the school itself? If say they the pol- say the local police made a. Say let's call it a task force. Well, yeah, that's that's because that's no really different
4: than a cop showing up yeah. if something was but needed. But it's someone so. who is
2: stationed at the school. It's basically like having a close cop. Yes, yeah, someone who is stationed at the school from the time the school opens, from the time the school closes. Yeah, who is armed? Would you be okay with that? Yeah,
4: I mean that wouldn't be lifting the gun ban because cops are, yeah, um,
2: was exempt from that.
3: And schools so. already have that, obviously.
2: Yeah, I mean there should definitely still be a gun ban. I'm, yeah, then. no, I'm okay with there yeah. being a gun ban at schools that's fine but um yeah if like, the person who is there at the school who is protecting school has the gun, clearly they're there that's their that's their job you know well, what yeah. i mean i'm okay with that but yeah well, at yeah, the ban itself to where you just can't have the gun well because cops are generally exempt from gun yeah, bans like yeah. that so yeah that'd be fine i'd be okay with that yeah no of course it's like of a... course you want to keep school. if yeah guns uh, yeah gun. even it's seen it even gets tricky because some people think campuses should be gun free um that's where it gets tricky, but if it's, like, obviously high school, middle school, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Colleges is where it gets tricky.
3: It's difficult, too, though, because... Why would you
2: need a gun on campus?
1: To
3: protect you. Okay. Well,
4: but that's the thing, is where the, a higher number of guns equals a higher number of gun crimes. So it'd be better to overall keep it down. And it's like, yeah, there's still going to be instances where that doesn't work out and the criminal's still going to be a criminal. Mm-hmm. But if you make that a law where you're not allowed to have guns, then that's going to drastically lower the number of guns. And it's not like everybody needs to have guns in order to shoot
2: down the bad guy who decides to bring one too because bad guys aren't going to follow the law. Yeah, no. and I The only reason I say it's tricky with college is because the people who – have like their concealed carry. Um, Obviously they got it for a reason. And so they, they are going f- it, to, it's very in, and for people who um like say, if I still technically lived in Illinois, but I'm living here now and I had my concealed carry, I would want that with me. So it's difficult because like, if I was living in the dorms, where do I keep my gun? That I'm legally allowed to have. I'm not saying I'm going to be walking around campus. Just with my fucking gun. For shits and giggles. But I'm saying. And then in terms of like if you hunt. And you move and you live in a dorm. Where do you keep. Like if you're across the country. What do you do? Well if you're at campus you're not going to go hunting. You don't need to hunt. Yeah but where do you keep your guns? What if they had a facility? Okay so say. Say I'm from Illinois. Yeah. And I go to school in Montana. Yeah. Montana's got great white tail hunting. Yeah. I wanna hunt. What do I do?
3: What if you can um
2: maybe the uh college could have a storage locker or something. Okay.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or, that, that
2: technically they'd have to lift the ban, though on guns though. Unless they kept it somewhere off campus, but that's that's mm-hmm. that's another thing that they that would require some form of legislation in order for them to get funding for that Mm -hmm. and all that
3: i think there's a smart way to go about that that won't be difficult
2: yeah but i'm saying like because when you're in college you're considered an adult at that point you know and and if i were well if i was across the country and i wanted to go hunting because that's one of my hobbies but i can't have a a gun at my dorm what do i do
3: What if, like we talked about earlier, where there's like a facility or a range where you can keep your guns? Like, even if like you wanted to go hunting in Alaska for sport, um, you could have like online that you have that gun registered in your name. And then when you drive out to Alaska and get to your region, then you can unlock your gun out of.
2: But how did your gun get there?
3: If they have those guns.
2: Like you rent them out and you
3: go hunting.
2: I mean, I feel like that would be not necessarily ineffective, but like not a good way to spend money. Because people buy the gun. I think it'd be super handy
3: dandy for people. Like, oh, sweet! I don't have to like go through the airport with my gun and like make all those issues just go away by having my gun just rented out in Alaska already, where I'm planning on hunting, or Montana, or whatever.
0: People want their own
2: guns. Yeah, It's like same thing with like a bow. I'm not, gonna, yeah. use, I, I'm not yeah. gonna use someone else's bow to hunt. Yeah.
4: Okay, here's a question. So during an NRA like convention or whatever the hell they call them. Yep. There are times when the president comes and he's mm-hmm. going to give a speech, and when the president is going to be in the room and give a speech, they ban guns from the room, and they don't allow people to have guns in there. So, why are they okay with it in that instance, and why do they all agree that that's a safer circumstance than in general i think that I think I that, mean, that's infringing on their rights to have a gun in public.
2: I think that's just a general consensus of because there's been there's been whether it's it's because he's a subject.
3: highly targeted person- naturally
4: yeah, but the most of the time their argument is, well, criminals aren't going to follow the law anyway, so we need to have guns to shoot down that criminal so the good people can shoot the bad guy. The only person that can stop with a bad guy with a gun is a good guy with a gun. That's a direct quote from the NRA president or CEO or whichever one. So why is it that they think that in this circumstance, but then they all agree that when the president's in the room, it's actually better to have less guns because
2: less is that guns- Is that something implemented by the NRA itself, or is that an agreement that they- It's came... an agreement
4: with the Secret Service.
2: So I feel like that's a little bit different, though, because the No, but Service they're okay is... with
4: it. They agree with the Secret Service, and they allow that.
2: I think it's a completely different situation. The Secret the Service people... themselves have guns, and their detail is to protect the president. And so if you can eliminate any chance of- Say some radical person going to, so say someone says the president's going to be at Tennessee at the NRA convention, right? Someone, because it's not out of the realm because it's happened before, attempts to do anything to the president. The Secret Service's job is to protect him. So I think it's a general consensus of the people at those conventions in the NRA, like let them do their job. Cause I feel like not, not every, the NRA itself may be gun crazy. The people who go there, I would say the majority of them aren't gun crazy. Aren't the, I have to have my gun on me at all times. A lot of people go to the shows just to look at guns, just to look like, cause there's a lot of old guns that have been used through history. Mm-hmm. The, they, uh, a lot of times they have um, a lot of booths will have technology that's coming out. So new, new weight guns are fired instead of gas chambered it, it cycles a different way a lot of them aren't necessarily just tables of guns while well, there are there it's not just tables of guns some of them showcase like bulletproof vests some of them showcase a bunch of other accessories for guns it's not just 100 percent tables and tables and tables and tables of just guns and so i think it's a general consensus around the people that are like obviously the secret service is here we support the president so i mean it it's just their consensus of we're okay with that
1: yeah, and in what? most cases that the good guy with the gun argument is used, it's in situations like schools or other mass shootings where it's lowering the amount of lives lost. But in the president's situation, one shot, president's down, good guy with a gun won't make the situation any less because that was the goal and it's been achieved.
4: Yeah, but that'd still be one dead person one dead person in public, whether it's the president or not, isn't is still bad. I think it's I, I I think it's just the consensus of the people who are there. I just think that it's a little hypocritical of them to allow that. That they're like, okay, in this instance we agree that guns are actually more dangerous than they are safe. But every other instance in public guns are more safe. And we need to arm the public because that's safer than disarming the public.
2: I don't think it's them saying guns are more dangerous. I just think they are eliminating any possibility.
4: Yeah, and they should eliminate any possibility in public,
1: too.
2: You don't have the Secret Service everywhere in public.
1: Like, they have hired good guys with guns
4: there. Yeah, if anything, that should be even more of a reason to not have guns in public.
0: I think it's a good argument,
4: Steve. How so? Because if the Secret Service... What would the Secret Service
1: change? So, in that situation, if there was somebody that tried to pull a gun, Secret Service is there, that eliminates the need for the good guy with the gun. I think I have the best possible mm, In the public situation... But there's still law enforcement... The best
4: possible
2: response. You don't
1: have a cop on every corner keeping their eye out like the Secret Service. Mm-hmm.
2: If we did, then we wouldn't have the mass shooting epidemic that we have. The best possible response is: Are we referring to any president or a specific president? Any in, president. In this instance, well, you said. In this instance, yeah. In this instance,
4: the, it, it would be any
2: president. This? I think. I think it was recent, but are we saying difference? Donald Trump? or Are we saying? Well, I don't think so. it's going to go back to I think it was it, Trump. It's I gonna, so it's, if, if it is Trump, it goes perfectly back to your statement earlier is Trump's pushing their agenda. They're paying money for it. If the Secret Service says, hey, just put the guns away, they're not going to argue because they, they are paying X amount of dollars for having an agenda push that promotes them. And Trump is one of the people who is promoting them. So they're going to be OK with it. So it goes back to their morality of they're pushing their agenda with money. So they're not mm-hmm. going to care because the said person is pushing their agenda. True. Because, I mean, realistically, did Obama go to any NRA type no. conventions?
0: I don't think you would ever. I have feel like anyone, I anyone, who goes,
2: anyone who goes is probably pro-gun. And mm-hmm. then, therefore, they're okay with it because they know this person is pushing their agenda and they're spending X amount of money to have them push it. That's that's my best possible reasoning. It's because they know the person's pushing their agenda. Mm-hmm. Which isn't okay, and it is hypocritical, yeah. and it goes back to morality of the NRA spending. Well, that's my point. I'm not even saying that we should ban all guns in public. I'm just saying, yeah, no. It's kind I, of a I, hypocritical think I think that's the best possible answer I can give you. Is it's a completely hypocritical thing, but they're doing it because they know the person who is there is pushing their agenda, and so forth. Yeah. It looks because if if you, because in terms of gun owners, how good does it look to have the president at an NRA convention? If yeah, you're exactly, very pro-gun yeah. and the you see the NRA is having a convention and the president's there, you're like fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. So they're going to do whatever they can to please the Secret Service in order to get the government on a platform there. Yeah, uh, I I mean that's my only. That's a reason. Yeah. Yeah, that's my only. That's 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 the only logical thing I can come up with. It just leans into corruption. Exactly, which isn't right.
4: Yeah. Um, well, let's see.
0: Maybe we should wrap up and have some closing, just a closing yeah. round.
4: Well, yeah, that's, that's all I have for the main segment All right, for gun control. But we still have to do clear the air.
2: Can I do one closing thing? Yes. Gu- so the only thing I think that really will help in terms of the gun control talk versus pro gun rights is we come up with a better definition for assault weapons and how we classify them. Because the I, it's I feel like in terms of the way the left the Democrats talk about weapons is it's very fearmongering mm-hmm. in using the term assault weapon mm-hmm. and so if we can get better definitions or just classifications even if you broke up rifles shotguns, and pistols into different classifications and really outlined which everyone was by specifics
4: but a certain type of every one of those can fall under the
2: category of assault weapons, which is why that's. Yes. But the the majority of gun control that they're talking about, I I think we can all agree are AR 15s -hmm. are rifles.
4: Yeah. Well, that's what everybody thinks
2: of. Yes. So if they were to, if they, and stop using the term assault weapon, because assault weapon, I feel like is a misnomer.
4: I, I don't think we should focus on banning rifles. We should focus. I mean, the, biggest problem is handguns no and i'm a, so that's why it should be called assault weapons because it's semi-automatic but that goes weapons. back
2: to that all, almost all guns are so that's why yeah. i'm saying class but it's got to have differently. a differently
4: yeah with a high capacity clip yeah but but then most handguns don't have a high
2: capacity clip that's 30 you can buy them but that goes back yeah, to the can. accessory if we did legislation yeah. on that. i'm saying better better details on how you classify guns And so when you're talking, you know what I mean? Like it's when someone, when the common person who doesn't know anything about guns, hears the term assault rifle or military style,
1: it's scary that that
2: that, that induces if it's not fear, anxiety. And I think if the media does a better or even because Sanders was, um, I believe uh, he said a sweeping ban on assault weapons that in itself to someone who doesn't know hearing the term assault weapon is something that creates some feeling in your gut of either fear or anxiety so i think if we did the government and whoever's running for president does a better job of classifying what they determined to i mean the finest detail and stop using the term assault weapons it, it there would be
4: it'd so, be better so they need to have a long list of specific weapons instead of just putting it under the group the collective yeah because all assault weop- weapons because because all weapons are different yeah but it, but if it means all instead it means all weapons that are semi-automatic with a high capacity clip yeah so why list all of the weapons that fall under that category instead of just using the name of that category which is assault weapon assault weapon is just an easier way to put it because that's what assault because weapon means they
2: diff because when you when you buy guns, when you classify guns, it's, it's your three groups are rifles, shotguns, pistols. Well,
4: in the legislation, it's going to be more detailed, but that's not what people don't want to read. Ban of
2: this gun and 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 this gun.
4: No ban of assault weapons.
2: But I, I feel like that's a misnomer because any of the guns that people use today fit into that category. So for the people who are pro gun here, assault weapons, they think all guns cuz all guns fit into those categories but so, i almost guarantee when he's talk when bernie talks about this he means the rifles not the pistols or the shotguns because most of the the majority of when gun control talk comes out is after a, an event and 9 times out of 10 it is a rifle being used and then that's when people start pushing again for the gun control so let's actually break it down to the gun that people all, we all know what they're talking about i'm not saying that the that and i know pistol handguns may result in more deaths, but when it happens when an event happens it's almost exclusively uh a rifle you you have to classify that
4: so it's not really a problem with the phrasing it's the problem with people's interpretation of the phrasing
2: yes But I I, I feel like there's better ways to phrase it in order... But I could
4: get your argument if he said ban assault rifles. But he didn't say that. He said ban
2: assault weapons. Yeah, because his classification of assault weapons is almost everything.
4: Most people, not most weapons are semi-automatics with 30 plus clips. But... but, That's what an assault weapon
2: is. They if what, it's
4: under 30 then it's not an assault weapon according to the but
2: the reason why it's it's messy is because we have accessories.
1: Yeah, I think pretty much anything aside from a shotgun could then fall into that category cuz most if of you, your pistols and rifles are already semi-automatic and then you just go buy the large clip if, for it.
4: Yeah. So you they're not, he's not banning the gun, it's banning the accessories, banning high capacity clips. Yeah, so he's not he, trying to ban the guns. So yeah, you can turn anything into
2: anything if you try hard enough. But he but said the, weapons ban, not a he yeah. didn't specify it was an accessory. If you specify that you're banning the accessory. No. Ban of a ban
4: of the sale of assault weapons, prohibit high capacity ammunition magazines. So he is also doing the accessory. It's a but weapon the first, that's like the that, first
2: part is assault weapons.
4: Yeah, that would be ban semi-automatics with a clip that's 30 plus. Is there a comma there or does
2: it go into the next thing? It's I, I, two
4: different things. It's two separate.
2: So if it's two different things uh, and he's
1: differentiating no, no that goes on the opposite end of the spectrum of no weapons are assault weapons. No, no, John, no. because you, you can, know more than me, but does anything come standard with an over 30 round
2: clip? No. Nothing does? Not to my usually it's it's with most pistols, it's like 8 to 15, depending on most, any, I would say, I I don't know of any pistol that comes with a stock magazine of 30 rounds. I don't know any rifles that come with a stock magazine of 30 rounds, but there, so there's zero to my knowledge. Okay. Most rifles come with like a 10, a 12 and a 15. Most pistols come with like an eight, a 12 and a 15. Well then maybe it's differentiating
4: a semi-automatic but then it's also saying you can't have a high capacity ammunition magazine with a non-semi-automatic because he's banning those magazines outright
2: you can't have so it'd be you can't have i don't know of any i don't know if there
4: are any stock weapons that are uh, semi-automatics with more than 30 in the clip then that would make sense yeah, but that they're, he's they're, banning those weapons. But there aren't any. Also,
2: to my knowledge, there aren't any. Okay, well, then somebody look it up. Because that's
4: that seems like that's the basis of your guys' argument against – you guys are saying that when he says assault weapons, he doesn't mean assault weapons. He's He's got a wrong interpretation well, no, of the I, word.
2: The way I read it is, is two different things. It's prohibit the high-capacity ammunition magazine, which I'm okay with. Mm-hmm. But I view it as a different, completely different thing when you say the ban to sell of assault weapons. I view those as two different things. So
4: yeah, they are two different things.
2: Yeah. So the ban of assault weapons, if you are saying that the weapon is one that holds a magazine, that can hold that that can hold a more than thirty rounds, the same gun can hold a magazine that only no, has ten or fifteen.
4: You're saying that by assault weapons he means semi-automatic guns. You're that's saying that the he definition means definition of assault weapons. No, it isn't. It's a semi automatic gun with a high capacity clip. That's the definition of an assault weapon. But you're saying that he the means an assault it, weapon that can hold a high capacity clip.
1: I so I just looked it up and I can't find anything that comes stock with the high cap. And I'm pretty sure I'm also on a list now for just googling <laughs> <laughs> guns, yeah, guns list, that I'm... come stock with a high cap magazine.
2: The thing I have for assault weapon that was was the federal definition was a semi-automatic rifle, handgun, or shotgun with the detachable magazine. So it's a magazine that you pull out that you have to reload yourself. But almost all of them have, if it's a semi-automatic, a detachable magazine.
4: Okay. Because if it's... But we both... Well, we have
2: different definitions and they both came from the US government so so we got to get that figured out okay. what I'm saying so if they if they do better job classifying what is and what because if almost all guns that are I would say all guns that are semi-automatic have a detachable clip because if it's a bolt action it has a it, or has a magazine the bolt action has a clip but you have to rack it one in every time you can't just continue to pull the trigger you have to actually put one in and reload it yourself it's not gas chambered mm-hmm same thing with uh, a revolver. It's considered a dual action because you have to cock the hammer back. So semi-automatic, the reason they, they all have detachable magazines is because it's a gas chamber that expels the casing and then pushes. And then the, the magazine itself is spring loaded, so it pushes another bullet into the chamber. So they all have detachable magazines. You can just buy bigger ones. So that's where it's tricky because technically all your assault weapons would get banned, but all your assault weapons don't have to have a magazine that's 30 rounds. Okay, so you think that
4: he, you think that Bernie means ban of semi-automatics.
2: Is what it sounds like to me.
4: But if it's, all right, so let's, just for the sake of argument. Okay. So if it is, then yeah, that's going to be an issue with a lot of people. Yeah. If it isn't, then you're fine with it. If it is an if it's my interpretation of what I think he means, assume that's correct.
2: So, but that also so that is a your definition is a gun that holds a magazine with 30 or more bullets, correct? No, because any gun can hold it if you buy the accessory.
4: So, I'm saying a gun with a 30 with a high capacity magazine attached to it, not one that can be attached to it, not any gun that can have an accessory but, but one that does have the accessory as a whole
1: so wouldn't you just they be fine with banning the accessory and just dropping the, the gun, initial
2: part yeah because the gun itself does not come with a 30 round magazine well then, yeah
4: i guess i don't i guess i don't know i didn't know that about yeah like, that's how it worked but
2: the gun yeah when you buy a stock gun it comes with a stock magazine which is i i don't know of any stock magazines that are 30 plus so, it's, 30 yeah, banning, so if you say just the accessory. We're on the same page. Maybe
4: he what it means by it is because technically if you say ban of assault weapons, then you can have a semi-automatic and then you can have a high-capacity clip. You can be like, well, they're not together, so it's not an assault weapon, so it's legal. He's saying, I don't even want you to have that clip because okay. I don't want to take yeah. the chance. So maybe that's what he's talking that's, about. That's okay. You can't have them it's, combined, it's but you the... also can't have that accessory. Okay. Like bump stocks.
1: Okay. That's illegal. So it's you're like,
2: saying in the instance of you illegally get the magazine and then you do something with the gun, not the gun itself, the combination of the two. Yeah. That's then. Okay. Because if once you ban the accessory, if it's banned and you know it's banned, but you still use it, you're breaking the law. But I'm saying the gun itself doesn't come with a detachable Mm -hmm. magazine that big. So therefore you can't ban the gun because it doesn't fit the description. Mm Mm-hmm because if you okay so like yeah so if you ban the magazine okay and then if you say you can't have the two together and someone does they're breaking the law they're gonna get in trouble yeah yeah but the gun itself
4: no the gun itself is fine
2: yeah and so you can have an ar-15 with a 15 round magazine
4: if yeah because that wouldn't fall under the definition of assault because it's
2: not a 30 round magazine yeah okay
4: because that doesn't fall under the definition yeah i don't know Maybe see that makes sense, but
2: th- the thing was is the way it they came want across to at first ban was
4: AR 15s Yeah,
2: yeah. So if once you differentiate and actually explain it, it makes sense. Yeah. But so because but that,
4: yeah, because yeah, I I get it. Like that's that gun isn't specifically the problem. Yes, yeah. the specs of the guns mm-hmm. that are the problems.
2: Yeah. So if you did, it's
4: like saying that red cars are worse than blue cars. Yeah.
2: So yeah, if you did the legislation on in restricting the accessories. Then I'm okay. It's just, yeah. It's, it's you see where that gets muddy because
4: yeah, yeah, I get it. Um, and I think I'm sure you'd agree with this: ban 3D printing of guns. And oh, bumps yes, up. yes,
1: yeah. yep. Well, a, a lot of
4: people don't Would, because yeah. they say what I do in my house is my business.
1: See, the thing about the 3D printing of guns, like I can understand why people are afraid of it, but I can go to Menards right now, and drop like. 50 bucks and spend a day and have a gun
4: but yeah that also shouldn't be good but it's always
1: common things that you can't
2: it's a lot harder than that though yeah most cnc a gun from off specs and blueprints is going to take you more than well no
1: i wouldn't cnc anything i don't then
2: how are you going to millwork a barrel gas chamber it's it's a lot harder than you think
1: it would be very it's going to take a lot
2: longer than a day and, yeah. you're, and you're gonna have to have a blueprint you're gonna have to have something to go off of because you're gonna have to expel gas you're gonna have the gas chamber itself you're gonna have to rifle it like you have to rifle the chamber otherwise the bullets not gonna fly there's so many things to actually making a gun that it takes weeks if not months just for a random normal person to get blueprints do it themselves because that's a lot of metal work it's a lot of plastic work that's a lot of welding no i'm together. saying
1: pretty much a very rudimentary shoddy
2: but, but like, how
4: yeah uh, how are you going to do you something bring? worse very than a marshmallow creative. shooter or a potato gun?
2: And then what are you shooting? you going to make the shells yourself, too? So the thing is, I don't know about if the D. De- how are you going to f- get the gunpowder?
1: Potassium perchloride and German aluminum. Where are you getting this? Amazon. You can order it right <laughs> now. Yeah, but those like are very common guns gun itself. itself
2: supplies. Making the gun itself is a lot harder than what I think you think it is.
1: Zip guns are extremely easy. I think
2: you shouldn't push them. Probably I can right. do it right now today,
1: John. We can film it no. and release it alongside you make, the podcast. I, if,
2: you know what? You make me a fully functional AR-15. Not only am I going to shoot it once, I'm also going to report you to the police. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm not claiming to be okay. able
1: to make a semi-automatic rifle because okay. yes, that is but a whole nother level.
2: To the average person, I don't know
4: how easy it is to print a gun with a 3D Neither printer, do I. I'm but not, I'm assuming that it's going to be more accurate if you have like the specs and you set it up instead mm-hmm. of trying to rig one up yeah. yourself. But your argument is. If you can do it at Menards, you should be able to do it with a 3D printer.
2: I mean or I'm saying are you just I'm priv- not saying I think you're just trying not to be an asshole. to ban
1: that. I'm just saying it's no, eh, I mean, like, people are gonna find a way.
4: So don't don't worry about it, don't ban it because people are gonna find a way and don't have a civilized nation where we have laws that we all have to follow and if we don't follow them then we're punished. <laughs> Wait, why is
2: cooking messy illegal? Because anyone can do it, right? Yeah. You still it's still a law, you, so you can not fucking do it. You can't be yeah, like, well and-
1: Making meth illegal has done not much. The war on drugs have failed, just like the war on guns So we would. should
2: legalize meth?
1: Yes. We want medicinal it would be, methamphetamines? So that would you like? It would be much more regulated, a lot safer, and you could be Dylan, this is where the we people using off. it. We take yeah. his mic. No, be.
0: but if you re- if you made all drugs illegal, nobody would want to use meth, right? Hopefully. Because it doesn't just basically kill you. It's poison.
1: Well, I mean yeah but illegal does that too and people still use it i'm saying if you did you'd be able to regulate maybe give the people back like to the topic more, that we yeah, we're talking we're about getting 3D way printing off of a gun <laughs> yeah. i'm
4: just saying a lot more people are going to follow the law than won't and it's never perfect and that there are going to people who break the law but you don't say like well let's not criminalize identity theft because criminals are still going to steal identity it's like no if you make a law pe- bad people are still going to do bad things yeah but is, if there's a law in place and they get punished, less people will do it.
2: Is 3D printing not already illegal or is that a,
4: I No, because a part thing. of his policy is to make 3D printing of guns and bump stocks illegal. So I'm guessing it's not. Or it might be on a statewide level. I feel like it is on a
2: state level. But no, if you made yeah, the federal I mean, thing, yeah, of course. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's
4: not talking about Vermont. He's talking about all these would be
2: nationwide. No, yeah, the federal banning of 3D printing at any type of weapon, yeah. Because that's such a dangerous thing yeah all right so um
4: as far as gun policies go as long as we can clear up his assault weapons ban Mm -hmm. you're pretty much in line with what bernie is proposing i'm
2: I'm okay with the the policy yeah are the i mean these are
4: yeah, background check, yeah. gun show loophole, assault weapons, high capacity magazines, straw purchases. I don't know exactly what that is, but it sounds good.
2: <laughs> Where people buy guns for? Yeah, criminals. it's like if I need a gun and I just go to like an inner street of Chicago and I'm like hey, I need a gun, the guys like come back in an hour with this amount of money and I get a gun. Wait, that's already illegal, isn't it? I mean, yeah, but oh, it's, crack down. Yeah. so okay, yeah, yeah. As long as you can clear up the things that are muddy. And in in my own personal opinion, it reflects more upon the person rather than the gun itself. I'm okay with more legislation and I'm okay with more restrictions. But at the end of the day, I do believe people have the right to own the guns that they own. It just there are things that could be done better.
4: Yeah, I think all right so my here's my final position. I still think that the sheer number of guns, is a problem that should be addressed and that can be addressed if we have stronger regulations so that it's harder to get guns there should be i think there should be a limit as far as how many guns you can buy so you don't have people buying lots of guns and distributing them in the black market and then obviously if gun registration nationwide isn't a thing that should be federally every gun should be registered to an owner and then if that gun is caught in any criminal activity then that person should be blacklisted and they can't buy any guns and uh distributors who have any shady practice of selling guns should also be cut off from manufacturers if they're selling guns that continuously end up in criminal activity which yeah that might be unfortunate for some gun dealers who are in sketchy areas but if they continuously do it even after getting warnings or fines yeah then yeah they'll be cut off and closed down. And then yeah, banning assault weapons, high capacity magazines combined with semi-automatics. have my fucking spot
1: bag doing? Damn. <laughs> You're sitting, ain't you?
4: Eric, what are your final thoughts?
0: I agree with with Steve. Um, and I've learned a lot. Nice to hear John's expertise in the area, <laughs> wow. but. And maybe this is another discussion for me personally. As a pacifist, I think it's always wrong to kill someone. I think it's okay. It's always okay to die for something you believe in, but it's never okay to kill for something you believe in. And maybe that's another discussion we could go do that. So any anything that would reduce the number of guns, I'd support. I acknowledge that we live in America. And the Supreme Court has decided that everyone has the right to own a gun. And, but in my my perfect world, which I don't have, I would I would want you to only have a gun if you had a reason for a gun. I would want there to not be any handguns because I don't see uh, handguns used for anything but killing people. And I would want there to be a limit on how many guns you could buy i would want there to be a limit on how many guns you could own but that's that's just me yeah
4: i think that i think the biggest issue is handguns and i think that it's a double edged sword because if we did ban all handguns there would be a total lower number of deaths i think in the us but then you take away people's right for self-defense especially people who actually live in shady areas and it does help save some lives just brandishing it or mm-hmm. knowing that you have it but if you did take all the guns away all the handguns there wouldn't be as many deaths what if you got but
3: the classic old shotgun to scare away but you can't you can't walk around the
4: street with a shotgun so i think it's hard because it's like you you're taking away people's right to defend themselves when other people do have guns, but overall there's going to be less deaths. And is that a better thing? But people want to be like, well, I don't care about the lower total number of deaths. I care about my family.
2: Well, and it's tricky. Like with like public setting, if you were to be involved in a violent crime, how do you defend yourself?
3: Exactly. I I think the hardest part is because
2: like the way I think about it is because I've, I've heard the argument before, oh, well, you can carry a knife. But realistically... Well, that's not a good self-defense. Well, and realistically, could you imagine, like, I'm not saying shooting someone is not traumatic. Anyone who goes through that has, you know, it goes through a very traumatic. But the actual effort it takes to kill someone with a knife or to stab someone with a knife, I feel is, in in my own personal opinion, was way more traumatic. Well, what about deterrents like pepper spray, mace, and tasers? See, and
1: All those you can walk through. I wouldn't, that, of- I wouldn't say
2: that I wouldn't say they're a hundred percent effective. I would say they are effective, but
4: yeah, you can't talk about every circumstance yeah. and say it's not going to solve there's, the problem. There's circumstances
2: the where the taser drops the person that fast and there's,
3: and then you have time to get away. And
2: then there's situations that you can find where people get tased three times by three different tasers and still walk through it. I must. And then, so yeah, I'm okay. I know people who carry tasers. I know people who carry pepper spray, but they're not, 100% effective either.
3: I just carry pepper spray because I see an attack to, as like I, ha, I am giving myself enough time to go get help. And I feel like personally, if like somebody tried to rape me or something, I wouldn't want to kill them for that. You know, like I wouldn't want to make that drastic of a decision. Just, I don't know.
0: I guess when it comes down to it, I've made a commitment to um, pacifism where. I would rather die than kill someone. Yeah. I'd rather go down that way.
3: Mm-hmm. But I agree with that. But then there's like the aspect of protecting your family. Mm-hmm. You know, would you rather me die, you know, instead of kill somebody?
0: I, w- I would do whatever I can to protect my family without without killing.
3: Yeah. I think that's the ideal thing, again, like where I would – that's all I think about is just, like, protect myself, get away, get help, whatever. I hear, uh, I listen to all the I Survived episodes, yeah. and none of them have survived with their own gun. And I, I just think I've learned a lot from listening to that kind of stuff, and I don't want to kill.
2: Mm-hmm. See, I think, I think it's very noble, your stance. I really do. And I hope to God nothing ever happens. I just feel like it's so situational. And in those situations, you never know what might actually happen that you never, cause I mean, you see like things with people where they're like, Oh, I never would have thought that from them. But like someone breaks in the house and you know, they adrenaline kicks in and they don't even remember what they did. Mm-hmm. And so you can never a hundred percent guarantee that. But
0: if I don't own a gun, then that options off the table. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, the possibility of a family member, Who is depressed and suicidal, getting it is off the table. The possibility of a child finding it and having an accident is off the table. The possibility, you know, there's so many possibilities that are off the table when there's no access to guns in my house. And the very, very slim possibility of a home invasion situation, um, I would still do everything. In my power to protect my family, short of shooting them. I say I'm not gonna hurt them. Okay. I'm not gonna say pacifism is not just path, called passive, it's being creative. Mm-hmm. And like you said, every situation it, you can't predict, yeah. but I can at least take that one option off the table. I'm not gonna go first to the gun. And you gotta admit that most people who have guns, they're, that's their first. You come in my house, you're fucking dead. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's that's one option that I'm not going to give myself.
2: Okay. Yeah. And
4: it's part of the bigger picture. Like if everybody did that, then the world would be a much better place. And instead of just trying to think about your own individual circumstance, you're trying to be part of the solution instead of be part of the problem. So you can be part of your tiny solution that, or what you think is a tinier solution to yourself.
3: Yeah. It's kind of more about like selflessness and like you know like I get that they're fun you know Mm -hmm. I get that sport is fun Mm -hmm. I would love to do it and stuff but that you got to have that sacrifice on your own fun then
0: and and I acknowledge the right for people to have guns
3: yeah I do too but I'm
0: also really sad to know that 50% or more of the people around me in public have guns, you know? I mean, how much more likely are you to
4: be shot because your neighbor has a gun? Is there a stat on that? You know, like secondhand smoke? Because, like, Um, obviously everybody knows, like, your likelihood to get shot if you have a gun is, like, 11 times more or something.
2: I don't know if there's a statistic for that. Um, There wouldn't be. I, yeah. I feel like it would be low though honestly yeah. because based off of the caliber of most home defense, because it, if it's a shotgun it the, the way the pellets spread, they, they're not going to go through much in terms, because I mean it's just it's a small pellet, it's the initial impact So and then for rifles, it, it's not as common for those to be used as your self-defense weapon in the home so you're basing it down to pistols and depending on it really just depends on the caliber of the pistol itself and the interior of your house. So, what? because, like, if you have a brick wall, if you have brick what house. What do I mean, like, being
4: shot from your neighbor's house? I just mean, like, if you're a person who refuses to own a gun, you're going to be worse off if you move into a city where everybody owns a gun than if you move to a city where nobody has a gun. Oh, I thought you were meaning, like, a ricochet bullet. No. Oh, hey, okay. I mean are... like just the people around you owning guns, does that increase your likelihood to get shot even if you don't own a gun yourself? I don't believe so.
2: Pers- I don't There's, I don't think there's a stati- like, I guess it,
4: statistic there. You just go out the death rate of the states that have or states and cities that have the fewest gun regulations. Yeah.
0: Hey, you know you were talking about the uh, just brandishing a gun, yeah. reducing crime? I was thinking about you could have a, a a fake gun that looked exactly like a real gun, but it was impossible to. Sh- it had the barrel was full. There was no bullets in it, but it looked. You'd show it you from here. I'd hand it to you. And it look like a real gun.
2: Now, so and did it used to be a real no, gun? it never so it was, was never, a gun. So it can't it look looks like looks a gun. Like, fake it, guns have to have an orange tip. It's legally they have to they have to distinguish themselves. So That's why airsoft guns that all have that orange tip. Oh, okay, okay. It's I didn't those, know that. It's the law.
0: But just hypothetically,
2: yeah, a, a thing that looked yep. like
0: a gun but wasn't a gun, yep. and you brandished that. I feel like that also.
2: I so in terms of home invasions, I a lot of um the I forgot I forgot the, the one thing I forgot to write down is um they were asking criminals in prison. Who uh did more violent crimes, especially home invasions? And I think it was forty-three or forty-eight percent. Once the gun was brandished, they left. So it didn't even come down to being that, fired. It was so my hypothetical. So, yeah, no, would it, work. Yes, yes. It's even and I feel like most home invasions don't result in shootings. Well, if the they, 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 if the person announces they have a gun and/or the criminal sees the gun, they get the hell out of dodge. That was the point I that mean, I made
4: earlier. That that's why we don't need semi automatic high capacity weapons because you shooting the gun isn't what's effective. It's having the gun. So why does it have to be a deadly gun that if you do shoot it, then you're like shooting 60 bullets.
1: I mean, y'all might laugh at me, but well, I do that exact thing. Hmm. Like I've got a BB gun with the orange tip busted off in my room just for that exact paranoia. Cause mm-hmm. I know I it'll it work. work. It's definitely yeah. close enough that if I whipped it out on you, and you were there, you'd be, fucked. You'd be been, like, oh there's... shit and yeah. get out. But what are
0: the chances of uh, doing that? And then the other person's like, now I have no choice but to shoot you with my gun.
2: Yeah, yeah. That's the thing. But I think it's a good idea. Well, and a lot of people, um, like if you watch stories and stuff, um, because and I will. I, I know a lot of people who do use shotguns as home defense just because it's close quarters and it, you have a less likely chance of hurting other people because it's an impact type mm-hmm. of weapon. Just racking one, just... Yeah. Yep. They're out you, the it, like, if you've never... Be, being in situations where, like, so imagine yourself in the dark, you're doing something illegal, and you hear the... Sh- sh- like, oh. you fucking know. Yeah. And you're getting the hell out of there. So I'm not yeah. saying that, that that's not an effective thing. Um, I'm just saying that it doesn't always result in them leaving.
4: Um, All right, so let's wrap it up still. Lily, what are your final
3: thoughts? I I think we got to the bottom line of what can change. And I think gun owners would agree agree with it. It's a step in the right direction. Yes, in an ideal world, it would be nice if nobody had the need for a gun and only had it for sport but it's not realistic in these times.
2: Oh, hey, uh, just one more thing I forgot to mention earlier, even though I didn't mention it. Um... Fuck Bloomberg. Thank you. (laughs) We'll get to that. Oh, yeah. (laughs)
1: What was My shotgun. Get the
2: fuck
3: out. Let's have the guts to give some leadership to this country. We will make America great again.
2: The American dream. You can't
3: make it on 9 bucks an hour, or 11 bucks an hour, or 12 bucks an hour. Well in the debate. Their fake news. I know it hurts your feelings. I know you're upset about it. I know you're hoping and praying that we'll have another war. We're going to build the wall. No more v 2 bombers. No more Star Wars. Let's face the quality products we need. We would in American I'm industry. I know I won't deal.
4: Thank you for listening to part two of our second episode of The Last Resort Podcast, where we discuss the main topic for the week, gun control. Be sure to check out part one, where we give you an update on the political climate and clear the air of fake and misleading news. We'll be back next week for another update to clear the air and a new segment we call Really, Joe? For a main topic next week, we'll be discussing the economy. Is the current economy really doing as well as Trump is claiming? And could it be doing better under new leadership? Be sure to check in next week. And thank you for listening to the Last Resort Podcast. Your last resort for real political commentary.